flying now? They fly now! Hi everybody, welcome to the Fansplainers, I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And uh, today, um, the the podcasters speak. That's oh, how, that's that's how right. the thing uh, yeah, opens, right. remember yes, that? That's right. uh, if, uh, anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Star Wars <laughs> The Force Awakens, which is probably not a huge no, surprise. No, no, we're not going to talk about The Force Awakens today. Oh, sorry about, we're not going to be, we're going to talk about Star Wars, uh, Sith, uh, what's it What's it called, Sith Night Fever. Is that okay. what it is? Sure. It's uh, The that's Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> the rise I of... actually put the wrong one up here. <laughs> Oh boy! Listen, let me tell you something. I mm-hmm. thought it was like so clever with that first bit, uh, and then completely <laughs> just went off the rails. Uh, not unlike some of my feelings about this movie. Mm. Uh, but yeah, last last week we talked about every other Star Wars uh, film, uh, not including the Ewok made-for-TV movies. We did not talk we, about the television series. We, we didn't those, talk about yeah. your Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about your Droids TV series. We didn't talk okay. about Star Wars Rebels. We didn't talk about the Clone Wars and or the Clone Wars. Uh, other Clone Wars. I'm glad because I have not seen a single one of those things except for The Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. I just don't care. Very, very good. And yet, <laughs> just on a complete side note, yeah. you know, if you, when you get to the end of something like The Mandalorian without spoiling it, and you go like, "What? What was that about?" Well, let's go check out an episode of The Clone Wars because that's. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but that's okay. We can talk about that that's, on a completely that's too other bad. thing. That's well, you know, what we can talk about that on. Uh, Sneaky Dragon, our other podcast. Sure, How about sure. that? We'll about uh, if this is your first time listening to this show, what we do is we do a little bit of a deep dive on movies. We spoil them. Uh, we don't like to spoil them on our other podcast, Sneaky Dragon, because, you know, uh, you might just want to be listening every week and uh, not have a movie spoiled for you. But here, we're warning you up front, that's what's going to happen. We're going to kind of break things down, give you our uh, feelings yeah. Yes. Uh, we do not rate movies as in like a numerical scale or uh, alphabetically. We just uh, tell you what we're thinking <laughs> like we're at a at a holiday dinner with you and you go, what did you think of this movie? As everybody did this holiday. Sure did. Everybody, that was the start of every conversation was, what did you think of Star Wars? So, hey, pretend that you're having dinner with us because yeah. this actually, is what it's going to be. I have to say outside of... This particular group of friends, I, I did not experience that. I've had this repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom didn't ask me that question when I saw her over the holidays. Uh, Nor did I, my father. So, so this has been a little bit of a divisive uh, film, to, to to say the least. Which is why I think it's people been a have divisive been... film series. I think the Force Awakens was divi- divisive do you, as well. Do you, do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. I don't were, remember that one. I think. Oh well, yeah, people thought just... it was. People were upset that it was like a copycat version. It was basically retelling the story of Star Wars. It had a Death Star in it. Blah blah blah. There wasn't original. And There's yet, a lot of that kind of stuff. We were going coming on. off of the prequels, mm-hmm. which set the bar so low that as long as you got a good C plus, you'd be like, all right, because people <laughs> people are rooting for Star Wars. Yeah, they want sure. Star Wars to be good. But I think just bon- want, well, let's say they want their Star Wars to be good. Well, this is the thing. You know, there's there's two, there's a couple of schools of thought. One is the best Star Wars is the Star Wars when you were ten. Whatever Star so. Wars was when you were ten, yeah. that's you know it's like it's Saturday Night sure. Live rules. Mm-hmm. It's you know whenever you were young, that's the best. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. But I I think it comes down to 
uh, what do you want Star Wars to be? And Star Wars can be many, many things. Mm-hmm. If you want Star Wars to be kind of an open-ended, uh, hey, anyone can get the Force, and uh, you know, it's it's an inspirational thing of realizing your full potential. You can make it that uh, very light. Just take it as that. If you want heavy details and a real uh, intricacies, and how does how does everything work with everything else and histories and whatever? There's books. There's, there's so much supplemental material that you can just like really just bury yourself in a, in a literal Star Wars encyclopedia. You can be, you can be that. Mm. Uh, it can be so many different things to so many different people. So you're right. People do have a sense of ownership of it. And when the movies and or television series or whatever don't line up with that, uh, it, it can be upsetting to them because it means so, so much to them. Yeah, for sure. And I, th- yeah, I feel like what most people want from it. And which it was originally is sort of a swashbuckling action adventure. And so I think, you know, it feels like when it kind of goes away from that, people, that's when people really start to get upset. But I think most people, I don't think most people really have a sense of the history of Star Wars now. Like, you know, like no one remembers how upset people were by The Empire Strikes Back. That movie no, was, not really. That movie was incredibly divisive at the time. Like it was not, a, it was one thing, it wasn't as big a success as Star Wars. Like it didn't, you know, it's only in retrospect that we look back at it and go, you know what, that was a good movie. You know, like at the time, people were upset by that film. You know, they f- The reviews were good, though, for Empire Strikes No, Back. they weren't. They weren't? No. All right. Yeah. No, I got, uh, got lots of criticism at the time. Um, and so and people felt, and the whole uh, Luke, uh, Darth Vader as the father part of it was also very upsetting to people. Okay. You know, so. Yeah, I'm not remembering any of that at all. Of course not, because we were, <laughs> we were 13 or whatever, so. You know, our, our attention to it was completely different than, than say, older people's attentions to it, you know. And that's part of the problem for us, too, is that we're looking at these movies from a completely different lens mm-hmm. than we did when we were children. I was know? trying to look at what uh, Siskel and Ebert both thought of it, and they both liked it. So that's, that's yeah. all that's important to me. Sure, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't care what Rex Reed thought. <laughs> yeah, or Vincent Canby of the New York Times, or... Uh, yeah, New York Times did not like it. Mm-hmm. That's right. It said it was nice and inoffensive, and in a way uh, that no one associate w- associated with it need to be ashamed of. It's also silly. Attending <laughs> uh, to it is a lot like reading the middle of a comic book. Which... Seems like the kind of thing that you say nowadays and get scorsese about. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, everyone can have their opinion. I don't think, you know... But there's another side of things I too. Think, I don't think it's being so subjective. You can't say you're wrong. You can say, well, that's your that's your experience of the yeah, film. Yeah, unless of course it's something like Superman, where you go like, uh, should Superman kill? No, of course he shouldn't kill. And then you're either right or you're wrong. And the answer is, of course, Superman shouldn't kill. But that's a completely different episode of the show. Um, <laughs> here's a here's another. But I think he's has he never killed in the comics. Killed in the early forties, in the very early forties, okay, and okay. we could get into that in a, in a Superman. Even in discussion. modern, even in modern, in modern, one time, and it drove him crazy. Okay, and it drove him uh, okay. crazy, and he had a split personality, and uh, and uh, yeah, and and just was a mess. Mm. Yeah, well, it's interesting that 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 I know we could talk about this another time, but I just think it's interesting that that element of his character has been so maintained in such a true way, especially through like the eighties, nineties, when it became like. The thing to like the dark character, the bleak, you know, we want to, you know, because he's kind of like the corporate hack, I guess, in, in The Dark Knight Returns, where he's just like, he might as well just be wearing like the General Electric logo on his chest. Well, again, than... this is this is what you get, and I can tie it in a bit to Star Wars, is, is something 
a symbol or do you want to go like the the problem is then when a filmmaker or a writer in the comics goes mm-hmm. yeah but realistically and it's like well no we're dealing yeah. <laughs> with a guy from another planet who yeah, can yeah. fly and has laser eyes yeah, yeah. and in star wars we're dealing with a guy with a laser sword and who can like wave his hand and uh, force push you away and it's mm-hmm. like no we're not dealing with reality realistically yeah. we're not in realist well it's like what does this all mean you can go with the symbolism sure. or Sure. And so symbolically, the most powerful person in the world has to be the kindest. Yeah. Uh, or this doesn't work. If that person is going, I got no options, well, then no one has any options. And uh, and that messes up what Superman is to me. Sure. Um, but the, the other thing about sequels, especially when you have them so, so much later on, is... Uh, do you want to remember the characters that you like as the characters you like... Or do you want to see older versions of them who are normally, almost always in these situations, are miserable now? You remember them leaving happy yeah. and everything's great. Well, no. The people that you, that you, that were in love, they broke up. Mm. Oh, and, and how about this person? Well, you're going to watch them die. And it's like, do you want to, do you want to see that? Is there something in you that likes these characters so much that you want to now see them, uh, sad and, and, and dead with maybe like, a nice little inspiring thing at the end. Mm. You know, is that something you want? And that's something that's bothered me about these three movies is you've taken the three main characters, you know, uh, Han, Han, Luke, and, and Leia. And in each movie, we, we, we get one of them killed. And it seems one boring to do it three in a row like that. So predictably. And also, is that what you want? Do you want Han Solo to be dead? Do you want Luke Skywalker dead? Do you want Princess Leia dead. Is that what you want? Is that the Star Wars you're looking for? And that is not, uh, to quote, uh, you know, uh, Obi-Wan, the Star Wars that I am looking for. Misquote (laughs) Obi-Wan. To paraphrase. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends what you want for the movies. I, I think, I, you know, if you're, if you're looking at these movies as, as vehicles for 10 year old children to watch. Right. Then it doesn't make much sense for them to be dealing with those kind of, Ish, those kind of if of you're a ten year old kid and you've come into it probably through the video games, so you've played a lot of probably Lego Star Wars or you've seen cartoons. I don't. I don't think you have to. I mean, or what have you? It doesn't matter. You could come into it like completely never having seen them okay, before. But what? And it doesn't matter. Do you want to see a movie that you've never seen before? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be Star Wars. Any movie at all that deals with issues of aging and. You know, the, just the realities of, of the disappointments of life and how they weigh you down and coping with that. You know, that may be interesting to someone who's in their 50s and 60s or going into their 40s mm-hmm. who are, you know, going into their second part of their life, hitting middle age. And now they have to deal with the realities of life that people around you are going to start to disappear from your life because that's just the reality of aging. But if you're the person... Your parents are going to die. Yeah, okay, so you yeah, know, the 10-year-old... have friends that'll pass away. I don't think the 10-year-old wants to see no wants, Princess yeah. Leia die. No. I don't think the 10-year-old wants to see Han Solo die. But like, let's say you're the person who is the same age as Luke Skywalker yeah. or yeah. Uh, Han Solo. Sure. Do you want to see reflected in there, you know what, the only thing you can, you're good for right now basically is dying. Like, you're not going to be the hero of this story in any way. Yeah. You're the character who inspires the other characters. And now, get out of the way. You're done. The young people are coming by. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and, and it's better off that you're dead. 
and you're an inspiring ghost. Yeah. Like, that's a bit of a chilling thing. Mm. Three times in a row. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no one who's like a, a person. You know, with the exception possibly of uh, Lando Calrissian, and even then, uh, you know, who's hanging around, who's like, oh, that's great. It's good that they're still around and alive, and they're useful, and they're, nope, nope, get out of here, pops. So long, ma. You're in the, you're in the way. You're here to like send the young people on their way, and now it's time for you to die. Yeah. That's, that's, that's your journey. That's like, what? Seems pretty real. Pretty real, really. I mean, that's really it is life, you know. Like you no, are. No, it's not. You do get replaced. That is. You do that's get the replaced, of life, but you yeah. don't have to like die. You, you, you do can... have to die. That's the nature of life. Yeah, as but well. you don't have to get freaking murdered or like suicide. Yeah. Like it, your 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 usefulness is not fulfilled ultimately by your death no, and that no. alone. But I mean, in d- dramatic terms, it's not three that... times in a row is kind of like okay. Well, I mean, the third one was kind of forced on on them because of. The, not necessarily the no that's bullshit like you you don't have to you don't i mean they could have just left her out of the movie entirely you mean you yeah you do say where is she yeah well she's she's you know no no they could have done that and i agree with you i think that would have been better yeah but i'm just saying if that if what they if they, what they wanted was to have her in the film you know unless they just had her like kind of leave the room and not come back again did she go get coffee i guess she's well we'll talk we'll talk time. about how how they deal with the the death I, of carrie fisher yeah. yes yeah um but i mean for in I mean, when you watch The Force Awakens and Han Solo was killed, yeah, were you like outraged by that? No, because I knew something was going to have to. Yeah. one of them was going to have to die. Yeah, and like, it feels like the death, like the death of Han Solo and the death of Luke Skywalker, were both like different deaths. You know, they weren't like both murdered. Like one was, uh, you know, like a kind of a last ditch effort to save the Rebel forces. They made this incredible effort by creating the, the, this force ghost mm-hmm. that then, you know, appeared and basically, you know, stalled the the attack long enough that it allowed for for the rebels to do whatever they sure. had to do. I'll give you those and, two. And so there was, that was a heroic death. Yeah, I'll go. I'll give you those the, two. The death of Han was like a part of the Kylo Ren, you know, his character, the yeah. way his character was, his character growth, the idea that you know he felt he had to to get rid of his father in order to fulfill. His, you know, to to fulfill whatever kind of family curse or whatever he was, he believed he was under. Mm-hmm. You know, so so those to me they seem like legitimate, dramatic things in the film. Like in both cases, one was upsetting, the other was was kind of very heroic and was very moving. You know, and whereas this film, it seemed to have a, this movie seemed to have a lot of trouble dealing with the baggage of the last two movies. Like it just seemed to have so much trouble, especially with the stuff from The Force Awakens. But let's we normally we talk about our general feelings with the film. Yeah. So we've been pretty clear. But let's just like be like let's just say, what do you think of the film? Like, did you enjoy this movie? No, I did not. Enjoy you didn't enjoy any element of this movie at all. No, I just said I didn't enjoy the movie. I didn't say I didn't enjoy okay. any okay. element of, of the movie. I'm just wondering. So no, I, there's some no, there's some entertaining sure, uh, sure. thing things in here. Mm-hmm. There's some definitely some cleverness. Yeah, and uh, I did enjoy. We'll get to it. But like um, Harrison Ford's uh, appearance, I found very touching. And oh, I, did I you liked, like that scene? I like. I like yeah, the opposite they, of that. That's I, I, yeah, I thought that was the best scene in the movie. Huh. Um, but but on the whole, my feelings were. If your if your idea is we're going to clear the slate of the old characters, which is, feels like that's what you're doing, yeah. to make room for the new characters, it's weird that they 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 kind of made this as and now it's all wrapped up with these characters. It's like, well, we just saw them a second ago. Why 
they're all new to us and it didn't feel like any of their arcs got a satisfying conclusion and so the only way to me you justify that is oh but they're going to keep going and we're going to see more of these characters and that'll all oh, that'll be interesting but that isn't doesn't feel like what they were doing with this it all it all felt like and this is the end <laughs> and it was like well why yeah again just philosophically why do you want this to end? Yeah. It feels like you've got a whole universe full of characters. You keep introducing more characters. You keep setting up a bunch of stuff that you're not paying off. Why are you saying that this is the end? And it keeps going with that theme of this is the end, this is the end, this is the end, this hmm. is the end. Yeah. And I thought it also, I know you're going to always cater to nostalgia in um, in these kind of things. But to me, it was, it, the nostalgia got toxic and it got just repetitive. And hmm. it felt like if you were watching a new Indiana Jones movie and they brought back the Nazi that melted and went, huh? See, he's back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, well, what makes him yeah. special? Yeah. I don't know. He's yeah. gonna, and then you melt him again. You it's remember like, him, right? Yeah. Now you're melting him again. How's how's that? He's you remember? remember you him. remember him? Okay. How think, about yourself? What did you think? Yeah, I, I found it quite boring. Like it's it was interesting because when I saw the Last Jedi, which I which I liked a lot, I'll put my cards on the table. I think this is like the major dividing line between where how you feel about what I'm calling T Ross is. Were you? Where were you? When you watched The Last Jedi, like, where, mm-hmm. what did, how did you feel about The Last Jedi? People who didn't like The Last Jedi seem to be more positive about this film. Right. Whereas people like me, who didn't, who really liked The Last Jedi, feel like this film did a lot of retrenching, like, went, did a lot of, like, like, changing things to try and, I don't know who they were trying to appease. Because it didn't even seem that they were, like, I could see, okay, J.J. Abrams set stuff up in uh, Force Awakens, and then... Uh, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, Johnson yeah. uh, went a different way. I'm like, oh, I could see that. Oh, JJ is going to go back to the ways he he had it, but it doesn't even feel like he's going back to the ways he had it. Like nothing, nothing here that is a big thing seems to have been set up in that. I don't want to. I don't want to blame JJ Abrams for this film because I don't think this was JJ Abrams' decisions that we're seeing on the screen. I think this was Disney. They're panicking at the reaction of people to the Last Jedi. They're panicking at people's reaction to Solo. Okay. They're, pan- they're just in the middle of, of worrying about the fact that they paid all this money for the Star Wars franchise and they're not getting what they want out of it. And what, does, what do you assume Disney wants out of this? Money. Okay, I get that. But what yeah. do you think Disney wants story-wise out of it? They don't care. Them- well, they then why money. do they care about what happened with Ryan Because Johnson? they just want the fans to be happy. Didn't, uh, didn't the Force Awakens make a lot of... Uh, I'm sorry, didn't uh, you know, uh, uh, Last Jedi make money? Seem to make money. it made it did okay, but it it if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, with the with the fans' reaction to it, it's like fifty three percent or something. Yeah, like that. but it made money. So if you're talking about money, is but all they want more money. So they if they feel they their idea is if the critics are at eighty percent, yeah, and the fans are at eighty percent, that's thirty percent more money than sitting at fifty three percent, right? They want more money from it, more money. I understand they so, want more money, but what do you do? You have any assumptions of what you think Disney say, would make instance, make more money? What would what would why, happen? For, here's a question for you: Why do you think Kylo's wearing puts his helmet back on in this movie? Well, what an, thematic reason does he put the helmet back on? It's it's more merch because he's now got battle damaged armor, and you can sell that. That's well, that's partly true. The reason he puts it on is because they don't have the rights to his likeness for the ride at Disneyland, so they need him to have a mask on for that okay. ride. So by putting him back in the mask for this film. They can have them, him in the mask for the ride. 
That's the reason he's in a mask in this movie. That is not a creative decision. That is a corporate decision that's made that affects how you view that character in the movie. Oh, okay. Because it's stepping back from what he did in the in the second. Otherwise, film. people would say, if they saw if they saw him, they might go, "Hey, wait a second, is this that uh, the divorce movie ride that we're on now?" <laughs> so I, well, let's see if we see Scarlett Johansson here. <laughs> Always oh, punching a wall. Damn it, we're on the divorce movie. <laughs> right. I don't know. Damn. Well, he punched a, he punched a wall in the first in the second film with his helmet, but. Oh yeah, he did both in both mm-hmm. those movies. That's wow, right. That's interesting. I haven't seen Marriage Story, but uh, so no spoilers. But uh, now that I know there's a wall, <laughs> it all works out. Happy now they know there's wall punching in it. I'm real. I don't even know if I want to see their it marriage now. comes back as a force ghost at the end. <laughs> so, but I just, I'm just, what it, that's what. But I'm, I'm just saying that's why I feel like a lot of decisions aren't weren't in J.J. Abrams' hands. They were like directives down to him. So, all right, let's go with your philosophy then. That the decisions made in this movie yeah. were uh, were were because Disney wanted them t- to be more profitable, and that the audience would like these ideas. Yeah, more. that's right. All right, let's remember that as we go through the sure, movie. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. For sure. Like I know. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm not kn- saying that they're right. I'm yeah. just saying that's their thinking, though. Sure. Right. That's their. I know. Uh, here's here's the thing. Like whenever you see videos uh, to Disneyland, and you see like little girls meeting Ray, uh, they love Ray. That's yeah, and I think it's. Just, I love that's. A, I that's, love Ray too. That's your money in the bank. That's yeah. your Disney princess. That's your everyone. Everyone's crazy about Ray. Sure, she's uh, to the point where you almost want to. And this is me philosophically. Don't give her too much backstory yeah. now, because like the little girls really project themselves onto Ray. So like, all right, just settle down. We don't need to know too much about <laughs> a Disney princess's backstory, except yeah. the parents are gone. Uh, they they fought hard. They're very yeah. brave. Uh, and uh, and it's all it's all good. Here we go, you know. But they, you know, we we do find a little bit more about her origins this time around. <sighs> yes, we do. So terrible. But the uh, here's the thing, though. I thought one chance they one opportunity they missed was to end. They could have ended the movie with the Lemonhead song, which is "It's a Shame About Ray." That there you go. Would have been the perfect. Hey Disney, what, when you do the remix <laughs> please, of this later please on, add that song. Yeah, or when the... they give it back to George Lucas and let him like re-edit it Lucas style. Uh, there we go. Uh, okay, so, more stiff wipes and stuff like that. More. Is, is there anything else you wanted to say about your opinions on that? Well, this one, I was just going to say. Sure. Um, I was just saying about the Last Jedi that it was very long. That movie is very long, but it didn't feel long to me. Whereas this film, T. Ross, as it's going to be called, felt really long. Like there. Are, like, and I was sitting in really comfortable seats. I saw this in the VIP, you know, lay, lay in, sitting in an armchair. Yeah, it's the comfiest. And I was like uncomfortable. I was like, I was like moving around in my seat. I was shifting around. And near the end of the film, I was just, because I, I had, I was completely un, uh, I had no, I had nothing invested in any of the characters at this point in the film. Like, I just, I couldn't care. I could care less what was happening. Yeah. And uh, so it just got really so boring to me. Taken off the list. My of daughter, I went and saw it with. She was laying across two seats. Luckily, there wasn't very wasn't very busy. Went to the late show, and she was like 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 just stretched out, like kind of sitting with her with her you know with her chin on her hand stretched across the seats. And I was like, oh, I should do that too. But I'm a I'm an adult. So I can't get away with that. But yeah, I know it's just. I I know a lot of people that really did like yep, this movie, and I'm I'm very happy for anyone who likes sure. anything. And again, I get that your take on Star Wars is your take on Star Wars, and that will affect you know how you feel mm-hmm. uh, about about the movie. Here's just a quick little thing because um, I, I I have been asking people why they dislike you know Last Jedi okay. so much, and one of the reasons this again there's there's reasons you can dislike it, but one was oh from the beginning when there was gravity in space and and the bombs were falling, it was like what do you mean why how are the bombs falling? 
Okay. Who cares? All right. Yeah. One. <laughs> one. Well, okay. Let's even go. Let's take who cares off the table. Uh, who cares about this movie with what the What makes force? you think in all the Star Wars movies that you've ever seen that there's zero gravity in space? What has ever led yeah. you to believe in Star Wars? They have sound in space. Yes. One, they have sound. <laughs> Absolutely, they have sound. And mm. and they definitely have gravity. There has mm. never been a case ever in any ship that anyone's been in where stuff started floating around. There is... There's only one I can think of, and that's okay. uh, Darth Vader floating off in his TIE fighter at the end of Star Wars. Well, he goes, like, just spinning off, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's not floating in it. He doesn't, like, unbuckle and go Well, no, he in. doesn't unbuckle himself, so we don't... No, like, if he, yeah, if he held up a true. pen and let it go, it wouldn't, like, hover <laughs> in front of him, unless he's there's making no, it hover. There's no evidence of that, but Absolutely, you're right. there's, there's gravity right. everywhere yeah, in, no the, sense. in Star Wars space. So they gravity... Never mention, in, yes. They never mention, like, anti-gravity devices. No one ever turns one nope. off as part nope. of, like, some gambit to nope. get off everyone a ship. everyone runs onto a ship, yeah. and immediately everything's fine. <laughs> I know, they have, like, the bay, the bay doors open to space. Sure. And people are people are walking around in those in those. Uh, they sure are. No <laughs> like problems a, whatsoever. Like an aircraft carrier. And if you do believe it's there's no gravity in space, magnets. There. Okay. The end. Um, yeah, because they have those red lights blinking on them, and that means that they're the magnets are turned. Their on. magnets are turned on. Yeah. Well, okay. So anyway, th- uh, listen to our last episode if you want to hear us talk about Last Jedi. Uh, today we're talking about The Force Awakens. No, wait, I know that I <laughs> can't believe I got that wrong at the start. We're coming off of the holidays here, all right? Sure. So we're trying Damn. We're trying our best. and uh, It's your favorite one. And it's our favorite one. So this movie starts off as a video game a week earlier than the movie opens. Are you familiar with that? No. So I don't when, play video games, when you, you know? see the dead speak in the opening crawl, mm-hmm. Star yeah. Wars crawl. Which I, I like that line. Yeah, it's great. Well, let me tell you when the dead spoke um, was in Fortnite. They had like a Fortnite uh, uh, tournament. That's terrible. Yeah, uh, it was a cross promotion thing. Yeah, and at the end of the Fortnite tournament, mm. uh, Palpatine speaks up and uh, basically says, "I'm alive again," and uh, and here uh, we go. Uh, uh, so that was the that was there are there are elements to this that you would only get. If you check out other literature or other things <laughs> or or what have you, and that was that was the opening was the opening of Star Wars actually happens in a Fortnite video game, which uh, that's what that's how I feel about that. That feels like the opening to a Star Wars uh, starting in a Coke commercial, yeah. And like yeah. you know, just check out this Coke commercial and to see the very opening, and then we'll get the movie going. Yeah. So, eh, there we go. So it, this starts off with Kylo Ren. Uh, he's all mad, and he's uh, he's going to find uh, Palpatine uh, because Palpatine is back to life, and that really felt to me like, well, where'd that come from? Like, where'd Palpatine come from? No, where'd Palpatine? Like, where did this? Where did? Well, I think that yeah. There's two questions. One, why? Where did Palpatine come from? <laughs> but also, yeah, why is why is he on the? Like, if this was what you were going with, was Palpatine's back? Yeah, then. Let's hint at that, you know, in the previous two movies, yeah. you know, at, at all. Like, sure. you know, you just hear a little, <laughs> or something like that. And like, all right. You, like you in the te- trailer, you, you hear that You bit teased it a bit. Yeah. All right, I understand. Or Snoke's talking to someone, and who's Snoke talking to? That's fine. But no, it's just Palpatine's back. And, you know, uh, in ways you're gonna that be are in trouble. unnatural, yeah. as he says. Yeah. We see a bunch of uh, Snoke's floating in a tank. It's like he's making oh, spare so spare Snokes. Terrible. Because uh, they're still cloning, I guess, and they can make zombies. But unfortunately, 
for this incredibly powerful Sith Lord. They can only clone him at the worst point in his life after he'd been lightning blasted yeah. and turned into this monster, not young Palpatine by any means. Well, he would have started off young, wouldn't he? Well, you think he's been young and then he, now we're re- now he's when old he's again. old? Yeah. So he was like a young guy attached but isn't that to cloning? Cloning? that GLaDOS uh, from Portal uh, th- a thing that's that attached is. to his spine. It was a robot uh, that uh, had to, was just kind of a rat. It was like an arm mm-hmm. uh, situation. But he's always like on an arm. He's like a Muppet. He's, but he's, they, don't he's say, a, they don't say that he was cloned in the film, do they? Well, he, there's a cloning tank right there. I know, but it's cloning Snoke, not the Emperor. So how'd they get the Emperor back? I don't think he was cloned. Do you think this, he was just picked up at the bottom of the tube? Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. So, okay, so so for that to go down... The Millennium Falcon came by and found him hanging from the bottom of the tube at uh-huh. the end of, end of Return of the Jedi. All right. Uh, I'm trying to remember Return of the Jedi. Now, wasn't wasn't that in another Death Star that that yeah, happened? Yeah, that's right. So, someone went, scooped him out of the bottom of the tube. Sure. Has, Mr. Electro. He has accolades. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, so he gets the the acolytes find him at the bottom of the tube, yeah, get yeah. him out just in time before the thing blows exactly, up, yeah. and uh, and attach him to a giant arm, yeah, uh, and where he where he just like uh, plays it cool, sure, for forever. Cool. He's been building like a giant navy or whatever you want to call it, an armada of of, of star destroyers that are only, aren't only star destroyers; they're literally star destroyers. They can destroy stars. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> There might be some people out there who are like, oh, Palpatine's back. That's great. But it feels like... That wasn't me. (laughs) But it feels like, isn't Palpatine's thing done at this point? Like he's done. Yeah. Doesn't this just negate the whole end of Return of the Jedi? The only good part of the film, when Luke throws his lightsaber aside and somehow awakens some feelings in his father's heart that makes him throw this guy down a a hole in in the Death Star... And by the way, wouldn't that have been better if that had blown up the Death Star, just throwing the Emperor down while he's flashing lightning? Oh, that would have been actually, yeah, pretty good. Anyway. No, I like that. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, you're right. We it, didn't get to rate that movie. It, That's it ruins, it does kind of ruin the ending of that. Doesn't kind of. It totally ruins the ending. Okay. Because you can't, like, like, isn't it like the worst thing in the world when, when, it's, when you are made to feel something? Let's say the death of a Wookiee. When you're made to feel the death of something. Yeah. Whether it's triumph or sadness and then a minute later they go just kidding just i know you're crying a little oh, bit Oh, you won't like this movie then <laughs> but it's not real are you gonna tell me that not once not twice but three different times during this film someone dies and are brought back to life look i don't know Is that how, what you're trying to i tell don't me? know if you count ghosts for that or not <laughs> no no there's three different living people who die in this film fair enough that are brought back to life yeah it's a it's, it's a rough one with that and it also makes very little sense when you've got Kylo Ren, yeah. who's... Uh, Even a snake, actually, when I think about it. Uh, Kylo Ren, who's connected to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, who's like, uh, but doesn't know the person who then later claims. He claims, yeah. I've been running things this whole time. He's he been pulls, running the whole show, yeah. Yeah, he pulls a Blofeld in uh, uh, whatever the, the most recent uh, James Bond was. Like, all of, all of your problems have been me. I've been behind everything. <laughs> Everything you, since Casino had, Royale. Remember when you had that corn on your toe? That was me. That was me. It was all me. I've been, I've been doing it all. You couldn't find your shoe that day? I did that. I took away your shoe and threw it in the garbage. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's that old chestnut. It's like mm. whatever, whatever's happened. I, he, Snoke was his puppet. All this. So, so you're saying to me then that Kylo Ren, who is like connected with the dark side, 
you know, has no idea, yeah. and who is basically running things, has no idea, no idea. that that all the dead Sith yeah. uh, are connected and have been do- doing this business with Palpatine. No idea, and yeah. has no idea that all of these Star Destroyers are being built at all, which yeah. must have been being built during the times that he's been in charge. So are you just so out of... Is this it's like the office? Are you so sure. out of touch with, with anything that's going on around you? You know, what's what's what are you then? You were just like a just a dope, dopey figurehead. Mm. You you were at no point a badass that like then kind of turned. You were just a guy who was like fake in charge, you know? And and we don't we don't get that moment too of you thought you were in charge, you weren't in charge. I was in charge the whole time. Yeah. And you know, uh, the last time we saw Snoke alive, Snoke went, oh, you know, when you thought you and uh, Ray were connecting. Ah, no, no, that was me. I was putting all that into your head. And, uh, you know, Kylo did not care for, for, for that at all because he thought, you know, this was a connection between them. And now it's like everything that you've been doing has all been bullshit. And he doesn't doesn't seem to bother him at all. It's just like, I'm going to kill you. Nah, all right, fine. You know, he's, he found out he was a fraud. Which which just seems like it would be an interesting beat to play. Mm. Yeah. Well, thinking about it, there's a lot of there's a lot of times in this film where where they intentionally go back against things that were established in, in the Last Jedi. Which is it's a very Star Wars thing to do, by the way. Like from the very start, the the I mean the prequels make no sense if you actually think about what Obi Wan told to Luke. Like they actually don't. It, nothing in that lines up really. Correctly. But what's interesting, if you think about The Last Jedi, is that Ryan Johnson does incorporate the feelings we have about The Last Jedi from the prequels into that film. Like, our negative feelings about The Last Jedi, come, or from, about The Jedi, entirely come out of the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really have bad feelings about The Jedi from seeing them in the first trilogy. Like, well, we, they were all dead. I know, but we're just, so, we're just sort of neutral about We're just sort of neutral about them. But so, any kind of like, man, those Jedis are jerks. It all comes out of like the the prequels, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that Ryan Johnson does incorporate that into the Last Jedi. He incorporates those feelings into Luke. Luke's character is is basically our proxy of how a lot of people feel about you know the the behavior of the the Jedi during during the prequels. So it's so it's, sometimes there's continuity, but I agree with you that often there isn't. But but even in this case, where you know I've 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 read interviews with. Or I've, you know, I've read interviews with J.J. Abrams and with Ryan Johnson, where both of them have talked about the fact that they talked to each other while they were making their movies. Yeah, they didn't like do work at cross purposes to each other. The the decisions that Ryan Johnson made were decisions that felt natural to him as outgrowths of what J.J. Abrams had established in the first film. J.J. Abrams didn't give answers to his characters. In some cases, he barely created like like character, you know, characters for them in a way. Like like what was you know what was Ray's want in like what was she doing in in the force awakens like what what was she doing she wasn't doing anything like she had no goal in that film she's just like a passenger through that movie well it felt with in and that one she was still scab she was scavenging she was living she was living uh you know but i mean day to day. I don't, the film no like, i, I, I got you but i think her thing was you know she wanted to know her family she wanted to connect with her family who's my family yeah. and without but that's why she wants to go back well well yeah but the thing is 
what's her family and yet she grows a family through the movie this is your family now yeah and that felt like where they were going with it was like no this is the family mm. that you choose is your true family yeah and as as you know they said in the last movie your, your family that just gave you away that wasn't your family they sold you for drinking money they, that's not your family we're your family and say like, oh that's that's nice but it's still now no who's that, my family my is, real family but that's not from the force awakens i'm talking about the force awakens how okay. our character in that like like i feel like they, well, her, like, what, her trauma is remembering her parents leaving. What Jade? But that's not her want, though. Trauma is different than like what is she? What is her goal? Like when you put a character into a film, mm-hmm. they have to be wanting to do something. Like you just don't put a character in a movie and then have them sit in a chair in the window. Like they need to have like a motivated thing that they're doing because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. That's why this movie mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. There's no motivation for what people are doing in the film. Yeah. Like, like so, Kylo Ren is looking for the Emperor. Why? Like, what is the purpose for him to find the emperor? Well, he's the head. He is the head right now of the first order. Sure. And the first order is the continuation of uh, Darth Vader's uh, dream, and sure. that's what he wants. Now, all of a sudden, Darth Vader's mentor yeah. shows up and says, uh, "Master, mentor, however you want to put it, uh, I'm in charge now." Okay. Wait, no, I'm in charge. Has, you got to go. You got to go check that out. And so the way that you become in charge is you kill the master. So the master is here. So if he's going by whatever th- those kind of rules are, he's got to kill the. I, he's got to kill uh, yeah. Darth Vader's master, and that's what he tries to do. Can't do it. And then he's told the only way to, for you to move ahead is to kill Ray. We don't know whether he's going to do that or not. So and that's where they leave that hanging. Okay. So that's his want is like. He still he wants his power back. He wants to be in charge. He wants to continue uh, what his grandfather started. Or does he? I just because feel, he yeah. maybe it feels you know, like so, it just feels like his character got to this point, and then they just stop that, and then they start like from a different place with his character. Like in the last film, he's like kneeling in the at at or whatever you call those things, and he's like thinking, like, what have I? Like, what have I got? What have I done? What, you know, like, he's just kind of like just staring into nothingness, you know? And then we start with this movie starts with him, like, going around trying to find a, a pyramid shaped thing. Yeah. And, and you're not super clear where that is either. No, it's a real video gamey thing. <laughs> it's, just like, it's a find this thing. You get to this, this level. You yeah. get to this level. You find this level. And this opens this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it really does feel like. Like it, it, uh, there's scenes in this that literally feel like a vil- video game completely. Yeah. Like there's a lot of times in the movie where, and I'm usually pretty good at following a plot. But there's times in the film where I was just like, "Why is why is Ray going back there? Like I don't understand." And like when Luke shows up out of nowhere when she thro- throws the lightsaber and then he he <laughs> grabs a lightsaber. Oh, don't throw don't throw away lightsabers, he says. Yeah. We will get to that. Yeah. Wait a second. What? <laughs> Let's go. We're going back again. But I just wanted to say, like, sure. it feels that. Thinking about these sort of things that that the emperor like like bring like ra- raising the the fleet out of the out of the water or whatever it is um, is basically saying oh forget about casino bite forget about the fact that there's arms dealers making money off of a- there's no arms dealers making money off of the war we just create these start start you know fleets by by power of our minds because we're like powerful Jedi. Well, this has always been the problem with Star Wars, which is also its strength, is is it sci-fi to a point, and then <laughs> at a certain point, tag it off, and yeah. then there's space wizards. Oh, I don't care about that. I'm just no. I'm just talking about the fact that it's just another, you know, like another, like, 
denial of something from oh from, I, from I get that but if you're going with the idea of like we're going to deal with war profiteers yeah. which is which is interesting it's like who is profiting off this yeah that makes sense up until the point where wizards have magic powers and they can do shit that the uh that the technology can I do guess anyway so. it wasn't established until this film though that they could create uh star destroyers out of nothing yeah, I don't really know how and that's that'll fine. down. That's fine. There's never... I probably would have to play a game of Minecraft or something to find out how they did that. There is never Candy not... Candy Crush or something. I'm not playing the right video games. There has never been a Star Wars film that hasn't introduced a new power to the Jedi. Yeah, that's fine. It happens every film. So it's fine. I don't I don't care. But I just think it's interesting. I just thought it was an interesting, like, oh, forget that. There's there's no war profiteers. We just make them from our minds. That's how we do. That's how we make star fleets here. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird universe. On Exegol. So uh, we get introduced again to um, to Ray, and she is uh, doing her training with Leia. And <sighs> the first time you see her, mm. it's it's a it's a cool scene. Mm. She's uh, it's all the things that I think if you were you know uh, a a kid who was imagining having you know force powers and training, you know you're in the woods. She's levitating. She's got circles of rocks just spinning around her. She can lift. Enormous rocks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she goes on her training. She can put it on a blindfold, have things shoot at her while she's on a tightrope. And she's <laughs> fine and she's great yeah. and and doing well. And, you know, gets some encouragement from, from Leia, which is yeah. good. They're bonding. This is everything that we want to see. Now, the only problem is all of these, like normally, traditionally in a movie, if you have someone demonstrating skills at the beginning, you either one of two things happen. One, they're able to use those skills later yeah. and like, oh, that's good. Or two, yeah. you think they'd be able to use those skills later, but they can't because those were the wrong skills or something goes amiss mm. or, you know, there we go. If you're getting the third option. What's that? That now the, the fans are answered who complain that she knew t- she was had too much force power because she didn't have any training. So now she has training. So it's okay. It's okay, All everyone. Right. Don't be mad at us. It's okay. Right. And it's important to remember this very important point. She can levitate and lift heavier things. Okay. So anyway. Uh, Unless she's in a magical sand pit. Because that sand pit is magic, by the way. Right. Uh, so uh, we, I know that's where you're going. Yeah. No, it's not magical. Um, it is. No, we'll talk later about that okay. when we get to when we get to it. When we get okay. to it, we'll get to the sand pit. All right. Don't eh, don't worry about I it. I want to talk about sand pit now. Sure. So uh, Finn and Poe are uh, playing uh, space chess with Chewbacca, who apparently has gotten very good at it yeah. over his 250 years of life. We've now established that he's 250 years old, or mm. or what have you. You sure. no longer have to let the Wookiee win. Uh, uh, he's yeah. just very very he's good. Very at, good at at, at sure. what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he cheats. Yeah, and just there's a there's a little a video, a little gif online or what have you of uh, of uh, Poe and Finn uh, sitting together playing chess. And uh, if you look at where one of their hands is, it's definitely behind the other's back. There's no other two ways about it when they're they're playing chess. They're kind of cuddled up playing chess. So just take a look. Don't tell China. Yeah, there there we are. Uh, they 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 learn uh, from a spy that Palpatine is on Exegol, and so uh, now you know there you go. They, oh, they know all that. We that have a nice part of the movie. Yeah, we also have a nice Millennium Falcon scene where, luckily, it's going through things that are Millennium and we Falcon a... shaped things that that's, yeah, that's its best thing. So he's good. As yeah, it's yeah. like okay. Well, I mean, okay. Listen, this let me oh, just every go... planet has a lot of slots. Yeah, yeah. That they that, that ship can fly through, and that's fine. I don't want to see it blow up. Let so me that's... just say one thing though, because okay. you one thing you missed is that we find out there's a spy in the uh, first order, 
That's how they got this information about where Palpatine is. Yeah. So we learned that there's a spy in the First Order from the spy who delivered the, the information. Yeah. It's a spy network. Yeah. And then the spy got killed. Space spies. Space spy got killed. Yeah, we see his head on a table like later on. Gross. But that, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, so that's then, the life of a spy. Then yeah. all of our heroes get together. Uh, they all get together there and, uh, and they've, uh, found out, uh, Ray's learned that from Luke Skywalker's notes, those books, which we've now go like, Hey, you know those books we thought we, they blew up? No. You, you saw correctly. Yeah. We kept them and yeah. they were important and it was good that we didn't blow them up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> fine. That, uh, they can, uh, they can find, uh, Exegol, which is the planet yeah. that, uh, Palpatine is on. Yeah. You would think, by the way, that, you know, I don't know. I don't know how the dark side works. I don't know how the light side works. But I just feel like if there is a force of ultimate evil in the universe, um, maybe sense it. Can you sense it? Does that guy not sh- shoot off any negative vibes? I, you know, he can, I'm sure he can mask himself. I mean, he cloaked, he cloaked his, cloaked himself from the Jedi, like from Yoda and all those guys when they were like at yeah, the height of their powers as, that's a, fair. as an order. That's fair. He's doing okay. all kinds of machinations. So, um, playing on their egos and sense. So they all get into the Millennium Falcon, and here's here's the start of something that uh, bugs me. Um, So we got C three PO. Now C three PO was really not in the first movie at all. I think he got like, uh, as in like, I'm talking Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, maybe he had like three lines, four lines. Had a little bit more in the last, in the in the previous one, Last Jedi. He was a little more annoying in that one. And uh, but he had a nice thing where he saw Master Luke and did a Master Luke, and it's like, oh, they they mm. remember each other. Yeah, Luke gives him a little wink, and it's like, okay, you know, it's a begrudging respect, <laughs> but you know, he's just standing around. Yeah, yeah. And and frankly, and R two D two, of course, was in a coma in the first one. Briefly wakes up in the second one. Sure. And we're like, well, this is going to be. R2 and C-3PO's time to yeah. shine. Here yeah. we go. But through this movie, ah, good Lord, I don't know where they're going with C-3PO yeah. and what the, what, the, what the vibe I'm supposed to get. Because C-3PO starts uh, by, by having a very tender moment with R2-D2 saying, yeah. you know, you've always been my friend. You're my friend. And it's like, oh, that's kind of a nice, sweet thing. Uh, and then talking about how when it's time to... It's a little out of character, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's a little bit out of character. Yeah. But to be fair, uh, Master Luke is gone. A lot of stuff has gone on. Mm. Like time has passed and you're like, oh, maybe maybe C-3PO has, has changed a bit. Maybe he's evolved. He's seen a lot of death. There's a lot of things that have gone down. I don't, he doesn't have strong feelings for Han Solo, but he knows Han Solo's dead as well. Yeah. A lot of stuff's going down. Maybe he's, maybe he's taking things into account. Whatever. I'm, I'm reading too much into C3PO, but <laughs> C3PO, when they're about to go on to the dangerous mission, he's like, no, I'm going. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, he's a little brave now. That's nice. He's, 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 he's picked it up. But Poe, through the whole thing, is nothing but abusive to him. Like nothing but abusive. He's telling him, uh, you know, uh, clam up. Move your metal ass. <laughs> uh, you know, later on there'll be some other stuff with it. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a tender moment where they're all holding hands, and C-3PO comes up and puts his hand out to Poe, and Poe rolls his eyes and then grabs, uh, you know, C-3PO's hand. And is like, what's this? It's this weird droid phobia that Poe has. But yeah. then you go like, wait a minute. Poe is all over BB-8. Like the first in the in the first movie, you know, he he's given BB-8 belly rubs. He loves BB-8. You know, BB-8's the the thing that he he's happiest most to see when he sees everybody. He's like BB-8. He couldn't be happier. <laughs> it's his best friend. He loves this droid. Yeah. But this other droid, he's like 
legitimately angry and pissed off about to the point where, you know, uh, C-3PO was doing jokes about, I'm all right, too. And, you know, Poe's giving him the old, ugh, who cares? <laughs> like, why don't you care about this guy? You know, you seem like a real fucking asshole, Poe. Huh. Like, it's 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 weird. And the others... I gotta say, I did not notice this. I did, I did, because yeah. it was like, oh, you brought... I, I figured they brought C-3PO... I'm Force-sensitive, not droid-sensitive. Well, I thought that they were bringing C-3PO for a reason, because they just ignored him for the first two movies. Thank God. There must be a reason to bring him in. Yeah. What are you going to do with him? And it's just like, no, this guy just hates this droid. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's weird. weird. It, it is really weird. is. It is weird. You it know? It is very strange. And I, But it's... I think it's... Partly, I think the movie th- movie makers finally like l- started like listening to Anthony Daniels and doing what he wanted with his character, which like, was like giving him more stuff to do because he always wanted to do that. He would always go to George Lucas and be like, "George, in this scene, I could da da da," and George would go, "No, you're scared." We'd go, oh, "What if in this scene, I did-? no, no, he's scared?" That was always his answer mm-hmm. to any kind of idea that Anthony Daniels would come up with. He's always like, "No, no, no, that's not your character. Your character is scared." And and it's inconsistent in this because he starts off really wanting to be part of this. Yeah, I'm going to go on this mission because it's important to do this. Yeah. possibly because he should be dragged along. That's well, the nature could, of his character. And possibly because it was Luke Skywalker's, you know, uh, instructions or whatever to get there. Maybe he's got that strong feeling towards Luke or something. Uh, but then later on, he's like a coward again. He's like, oh, I always get in these messes because of you. I hate being here. Like, well, what the fuck you just said? You wanted to be here. Yeah. No one dragged you. I mean, sure. for the previous, like the, the original movies, mm. you're a slave. You're just a, a slave. And if you're not doing this, you're being tortured, literally tortured by the Jawas. I get that. Yeah. You've got no choice. You don't want to be along for any of this. That's fine. But here you legitimately seem to be want to be around. Yeah. And then you're getting the side eye from Poe. And now you're scared again. And like, what's going on? Pick, pick a lane. Well, maybe Finn was paying a lot of attention to C-3PO. Think about that. Yeah, could be. Could be a homophobic thing. Who knows? You know? All right. What do you mean homophobic? Someone who's not out of the closet doesn't like the openly gay robot. <laughs> Is he openly gay? I thought he was just British. Uh, well. Arrow. Is that what you're saying? Who knows? <laughs> Okay. He's not British. Sorry, British. He's not British because this is an alien thing. There is no Britain in uh, Star Wars. I know, Wars. but he's like a British. He's whatever that is there. He's, a, he's, a, he's British. He's yeah. from the, okay, plan- fair from enough. the planet Britasia. And uh, yeah, C-3PO isn't, isn't openly gay. Um, okay, so uh, they go to basically Burning Man. Uh, where they, uh, oh, yeah. where where they say it's a celebration, yeah. and the celebration happens. I forget how many years, but it was like thirty-seven years or whatever. Yeah. But if you backtrack it, that's when Star Wars came out. This is when so, I leaned it, over to Eve and said, "They never saw the Matrix 2. <laughs> and she said, "What? What does that mean?" I said, "You never ever seen Matrix?" She goes, "I haven't seen any of the Matrix movies." I'm like, "I failed as a father. Wow, I haven't seen the first Matrix movie." Okay, uh, we'll, we'll have a discussion about that later on. <laughs> um, so uh, they go to yeah, the equivalent of Burning Man, uh, and and <laughs> there's just a scene where the you know. Re- First of all, everyone's still being abusive to uh, C-3PO, who's giving them information about, you know, about all this. And, and to be fair, it is fan service about, like I say, uh, they're celebrating basically Star Wars when Star Wars came out. That was the last time the celebration took place. But, oh, yeah, it's a wonderful festival. It's all fantastic. I'm like, this, this, this jerk. And But then Ray uh, goes for a wander and is like, this is a really wonderful festival. Well, that's what he was saying. Oh, when he says it, he's he's a jerk. And when you, oh, he, she's just appreciating it all so a little a uh, little girl alien uh they're all aliens uh gives her a necklace 
and uh, and is the first person to say to her, you know, C-3PO saying, oh, she wants to know your name, Ray. Oh, she'd like to know your last name. Well, first of all, that's weird. <laughs> that's but enough. Maybe, maybe that's a custom of the planet, though, is to know the full, the full maybe, name. Maybe it. it is. It seems to be a custom of many planets to, like, really nail you on what your last name is. <laughs> Oddly enough, when you've got people like Chewbacca who just have one name. Yeah. One name is not an unusual thing in Star Wars. Does Chewbacca only have one name? What's Chewbacca's last name? Well, I don't know, but if you look up at him... No one's ever gone, what's your name? Chewbacca. Chewbacca what? Chewbacca. <laughs> so she gives her the necklace, mm-hmm. and then Ray leaves without... Clearly, the little girl... Have you ever been to one of these festivals? She wants to get paid for the necklace. She does? Of course she does. I didn't get that. No. Have you ever been to a festival? Has there, has there ever been anyone who's given you given you something like that and and uh, asked that kind of information and not wanted like a, a couple of bucks? Ugh, that's exactly what uh, what went on. Um, that's where they run into a stormtrooper, and the stormtrooper uh, tries to stop them and gets uh, an arrow in the eye. And the festival, which seems to be this festival of uh, peace and love and all this kind of thing, no one seems to care that a guy got an arrow in the eye and there's now a corpse lying on the ground. Yeah. Everyone's real cool with that. <laughs> and uh, they go to follow Guy with a crossbow. And uh, the reveal is, if you hadn't seen the trailer and didn't know this was coming, it's Lando Calrissian. Sigh. Yeah. And uh, everyone's a big fan of Lando Calrissian. Everyone praises Lando Calrissian. Everyone is uh, happy to see Lando Calrissian. And he acts like uh, Lando Calrissian. <laughs> and, and there you are. Yeah. Um, now, meanwhile, uh, Kylo uh, does but, one of that, those force things yeah. where he can connect with Rey, which I think if you went with the last movie, that was all Snoke's doing, putting them together. But now I guess Kylo can do it himself it's gotten more powerful they've got a connection something's going on sure anyway uh they figured out how to do it and they've got a new force power and that force power is you can grab something off the person uh that you're seeing and bring it into wherever you are they can teleport an object i think that they did do something like that in the last one didn't they 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 were actually able to touch each other in, they, I think they could the touch each Jedi. other, and there was rain, and you could feel the rain yeah. on it. Yeah. So there was like a, they were able to like physically manifest, but obviously they're getting better at this, and they're able to do more. Right. I, I didn't have any problem with that. That's that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So Kylo I actually like that. Kylo grabs the necklace uh, that uh, Ray didn't pay the girl for, and uh, and uh, figures out where she is, and so now Kylo is off uh, off to uh, to get her. Off to the races, as they say. Hmm. So uh, after that, sorry, uh, my computer just turned off for for one second. (laughs) Uh, So the First Order shows up. They capture the Millennium Falcon. They capture Chewbacca. Uh, Oh, and they're they're going after this dagger. This dagger is supposed (sighs) to lead them to the the thing. I know. Uh, It's called the MacGuffin, by the way. Yeah. The name of the dagger. Finn screams at Rey that uh, they've got uh, Chewbacca. Uh, Points. Points at the uh, ship that's taken Chewbacca away. Yep. And uh, Ray, in a surprise... Well, first of all, we have a nice little scene where... Uh, now, what kind of fighter is that? Is that a TIE fighter? TIE fighter, yeah. Yeah, where Ray fights um, Kylo and a TIE fighter on on the... That's a good scene. That was cool. Yeah. That was great. I'm all, I'm all on board for that. I really like the TIE fighter... When the TIE fighter lands at some point in the film, I really like watching that, like... Because you don't really see that very often. You just sort of see them either standing in the, like bay the bay of the the destroyer or flying around but this was like showing how they 
the what kind of thing they do to land. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah, I like I like Star Wars when it's on a desert planet. I like Star Wars where it's on an icy planet. I do not care when it's on a jungle planet. I don't know why. Just like we're on a jungle planet, I don't care. But so you don't this, like you don't like Dagobah? Uh, it's a swamp planet. So you're okay with a you're, bit of a, you're okay with a swamp planet then? You know what? Don't, I think I'm. You don't like it. I in think. this one case, I'll, I'll give you Swamp Planet. What about? But I think it's the coolest when it's on a desert planet. Uh, that uh, so it was it was nice seeing them have that little fight on uh, on the desert planet. That's weird. I don't really care what planet they're on, but okay. It just things look good on sand. Sand being shot up just looks just looks yeah. good to me. Okay. Same with snow. Snow. You like being it aesthetically. Shot up you like it aesthetically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, green not as good. It looks cool when Kylo's walking out of the flaming wreckage and he's got the whole black outfit and he's on the on the sand and she's in the white outfit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this looks this this is a nice shot. This mm-hmm. looks this looks great. Yeah. So then yeah, Chewbacca is being taken away in a ship. Finn is like Finn's yelling Ray as this is basically all Finn does through this movie. <laughs> really is. It's Ray! Yeah. Hey Ray! Ray! Look over there, Ray! 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 Hey Ray! Hey, Ray. Mom! <laughs> mom! Mommy! Mom! Hey mom! 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 Someone's having what? some issues. I see you! I see you! Yeah, I see yeah. you, Finn! Yeah. What? I'll get to you! <laughs> juice! We'll get you your juice! I'm just dealing with Kylo Ren, right? Oh, Chewbacca's. Oh, the dog's gone. All right, I gotta get the dog back. <laughs> Chewbacca! 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 Anyway. So uh, she stops the transport from going. Yeah, that's some power. Great, great. Some power there, yeah. There, we're, now, we're, now we're talking. Yeah. Now, now we're going somewhere. Okay, sure. here we go. So uh, she's trying, but then Kylo's uh, doing a little tug of war. Mm-hmm. Might be the time right now to like uh, loosen up a little bit and not fight it because, you know, it looks like you're shaking this thing. Uh, and it feels like they might be tearing it apart. But nope, what happens is, uh, is uh, she fires lightning out of her hands. Big surprise to her. And blows it up, and she kills Chewbacca and uh, many others in that uh, in the transport. Yeah, which was a great scene. Yes, it was which, a great scene. Which is a great scene because Kylo killed Han Solo. Yeah, and killed him intentionally. Yeah, and and now you've got Rey. She killed her friend Chewbacca accidentally. Yeah, this really is like oh she might go down the dark side now because. She's just killed someone. She's she's irredeemable. We were all yeah. talking about his redemption, Kylo Ren's redemption, but like, no, you just you did something you could never be forgiven for. What do you do? What do you do now? Your friends will never forgive you for this. They this, they could forgive her for it. It would it would be very difficult. She just like killed Chewbacca, who is it was not it, intentionally. It was an accident. I understand that, but a, a beloved character, she just like <laughs> she just killed, all right? right? I mean, sure. I think that's dramatically where that scene goes. No, no, it was it's, it was very good. And I agree with this you. This is the I don't pushing. Think it, this is the pushing the ray. I don't think it's an unforgivable into, into thing, whatever the next yeah. stage stage is. Sure. Um, so she's very upset about very upset about this. But uh, as as you say, they they seem to kind of take it in stride. Like the friends feel a little bad about Chewbacca being killed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was more upset than they were. Mm-hmm. I don't even know Chewbacca. Do you remember why Kylo Ren leaves? How did that? How did that go? Why did Why did he not stick around at that point? I know uh, she gets on the. Uh, I know she gets on the on the ship with uh, with her gang again, but I can't. Uh, I can't quite remember why he he just goes. Yeah, I don't don't remember. Sorry. Hmm. Okay. I only saw it once. So you All saw right. it twice. What What you tell me? <laughs> no, I don't really remember that. Yeah, this is one of those things. I think because you're. You're so in shock by Chewbacca's death that you're kind of you just sort of ignore what's happening at that time. You just your mind is sort of racing back over that. You're like, oh, right, they've killed Chewbacca, which, by the way, I was okay with. I know that you're saying there's too much death in the movies, but I, w- 
I thought that's... Oh, no, I, I was hoping they killed Chewbacca. You weren't hoping, but you thought that this was. was an interesting... This is interesting, like... Yeah, once it, ha- once it happened, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was like, because you don't expect Chewbacca to be killed. Mm-hmm. And and you don't... Ex- it wasn't like Chewbacca made a grand sacrifice, as yeah. everyone else seems to do. Yeah. It was just, oh, he was a casualty of war. And also, she didn't know how to use her powers correctly. And so, and so Chewbacca died, and, and people really get hurt when you don't know how to use your powers correctly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, stakes have just been raised incredibly. Yeah. Um, and and that, in a way, that could bring her into Kylo's orbit because she could, even if her friends forgive her, can she forgive herself? That's it. And he can lure her by saying, I can help you control yes. your power. Leia, does, Leia is, doesn't know the, for, the Force well enough to, to help you. She can take you this far, but she can't take you as far as I can. She can't make. She can't help you control the dark side. Yeah, obviously you're yeah. connected to the dark side because you've got dark powers. You know, lightning is always like a dark force power. We've yeah. never seen a good guy use lightning. The, the only person we've seen use lightning. I think uh, Yoda uses it in. Um, well, he summons in, lightning uh, down the Count Dooku fight, right? Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't he? I, I know he summons lightning down Isn't in he the hopping Last around Jedi. And I, I don't think so. Lightning traditionally, and again, I'm going with the video games here. Uh, lightning is, is traditionally is it, a dark side power. Or is it uh, Samuel Jackson who uses lightning against Palpatine in the... Uh, they have a lightning off. Don't they have a lightning off? I thought what happened with that was, uh, which I think is what happens later, is Palpatine doing the lightning, reflecting back with the lightsaber, and he got burned with his own lightning, and that's what messed him up. Because I don't think... I think lightning is a dark side power. I don't mm. think anyone who's Jedi-ish has the, uh, has the lightning powers, from what I know. Uh, I, I, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Let's, let's keep going. Okay. We don't have to get stuck on, on these. Very this good. This is real minutia. Mm. This is the definition of minutia. So, well, no, because <laughs> showing the lightning... <laughs> All right. Showing the lightning uh-huh. shows that she's connected to something dark. Like, that's not just, sure. oh, I'm a Jedi who doesn't know what, it, what they're yeah. doing. This is, wait a minute... I know you're you're you're, you're this was a good, tapped in. This was a really this was the one opportunity in the film to like really explore some of the things that came out in the Last Jedi, where when Rey goes to the dark side and it really disturbs Luke because Luke is hung up on that idea that there's only good and bad, there's either good or bad in the Force, and it, there's no center, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas Rey can be this person that can ha- that can that to her the 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 dark side can be as helpful for her as the as the light side let's say well this is this is also a weird thing when you go to the prequels where the whole thing about anakin was you know is he the one who is destined to bring balance to the force yeah i was like so no. it feels like yeah it fe- <laughs> well he did actually by the end but uh is you know the idea that they want balance a balance between light and dark yeah you know that's that's the ideal uh, but the, but that's not the way they they sell it. Later. No, it's all got to be light. Well, and if you're think, an all dark, how do you mean that he brought balance to the Force at the end the end of the last the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. by killing the Empire? Yeah, uh, be, because, because yeah, that's right. But he doesn't bring balance. He just gets rid of the dark side. They're not. No, There's not a melding of the dark side, right? Well, he's balanced now with his with his with his son. They're balanced. There's a balance there now, right? He was dark. And then he went to light. He flipped. He flipped. There was the balance there. That doesn't mean everything's now all light and sunshine. But okay, he was he was both. All right. But you know, again, look look into that more uh, if you'd like. Uh, the so they find the assassin Ochi's ship. He's dead, uh, and and his little droid, which I'll call Lampy. 
Uh, he's a little <laughs> lamp droid, and yeah. he's a, he's a adorable, and he's got PTSD. Yeah, it's uh, traumatized, mm. uh, and uh, and BB-8 brings him uh, recharges his batteries. And uh, and he doesn't like to be touched. Ray tries to like touch him, and he's yeah. like, "No, no, thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you." Yeah, which is interesting because it felt like, "Have you made an autistic droid?" Which is kind of interesting. It's like, "All right, where, where, where are we going with this?" But but there's a nowhere. A, but there's a but there's a problem I have with it that comes up immediately now, and one of my biggest problems with the movie. Yeah, which is C three PO is translating a text that that they have, but it's in Sith. He can't read it because his programming says he can't read Sith. Um, he, can't, he can't read it out loud. He can't like he can't translate it for for people. That's right. He can't translate it. It can only be uh, inside him. It feels like there's 97 different ways you could deal with that. There's two other freaking droids on this ship. Can they in any way plug into C3PO and see what's going? I mean, there's there's, but that's not what we need. So so uh, what what he says is. You know, there is, there is a way to bypass my memory, but you find out that it's very dangerous and uh, immediately post, we're doing it. No, no nothing. Yeah, no, yeah. you've got a right to live. Yeah. No, we're doing it. That's what we're doing. We're doing it right now. And, you know, you're forced to do it and there's no, there's no choice. And almost immediately before that is we have a scene, the scene with Ray and the little, uh, the little, uh, lampy droid, uh, where she goes, don't worry, we're nice. Fuck you, you're nice. <laughs> you're giving this droid a forced lobotomy. Yeah. You know, if, if in any way they can use you in any way, they're gonna, they're gonna strip you for parts, Jack. You know, don't even think that they, they won't because, you know, we've got this guy who feels pain and fear and we're, uh, we're gonna, you know, uh, unplug his head. Like, would they do that with Poe? Would, would they, would, you know, uh, it's in your memory, Poe. We're gonna put you into that, uh, uh, torture machine that takes your memories out that they've got. You know, on the, uh, the, the, you know, the first order ship. No, of course they wouldn't. But like, definitely C3PO is a lesser being to them. Yeah. Uh, and, and there they go. And we still have yet another scene where C3PO does the, you know, I'm just taking one last look at my friends. And uh, like, we, we left out part okay, of something because I thought we were going to talk about the sand pit and you skipped by it. All right. Let's talk about, was, let's talk about the me, sand pit. Yeah. All right. A, it's go a, for it. It's a magical sand pit. All right, hit me with why it's a magical sand pit. Because okay, so it's supposed to be like quicksand, right? Yeah, it's black. It's black uh, quicksand. Yeah, they step into it, and and, then, and and like a cartoon, and then what happens? They start sinking very fast the second yeah. they realize they're in it. They and, sink slowly for a while, yeah, and then super fast as soon as they realize. And then what happens? What happens? Well, to first them? of all, uh, Poe turns to uh, uh, Ray and goes, "I've got something to tell no, no, you." No, that's not Poe. Oh, sorry. Finn, uh, Finn yeah. turns to Poe and goes, "I've got something to tell turns you." To what? And then turns uh, to Ray and says, "I've got something Ray. to tell you, Ray." Okay, whatever. Ray, Ray, Ray. I've got something to tell you, yeah. Ray. And then they they disappear down into the quicksand. That's correct. And then what happens? They fall. They fall through the bottom of the quicksand. Sure. Into a cave that's down below the quicksand. Okay. That's not how quicksand works. Quicksand does not suspend itself over mm-hmm. top of 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 areas where you can fall through it mm-hmm. into a cavern well it's not so it's ma- obviously magical it's not, well it's not magic it's magical or some kind there's of weird nothing magic on tatooine where are you getting where are you getting magic from because it's defying all physics all physical law it's just something that the the snake is like set up or something there's something about the planet that naturally has this thing going okay. on okay. but magic is throwing another level sure. onto it because your problem with it was that she she gets into it and she can't levitate herself out of it okay two things one, it's not necessarily that she can't levitate levitate out of it. 
She doesn't even think about levitating out of it. Yeah. The first thing we see of her is she can float if she chooses to. And she can lift heavy objects. Yeah. She's now surrounded by people. She's in the center of these people. She's sinking. And, and there's enough time for people to go grab onto something. She's looking around. Like, you can go, she's panicking. Yeah. I don't know why she'd be panicking, but she's panicking then well, maybe. Well, happened pretty fast at one point. Okay, that's fine. But we've seen her training is jumping yeah. on a tightrope with blindfold and, like, uh, you know, deflecting lasers. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, she's good under pressure. Sure. We've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. No, so I why, why does she not... At, at least point, try. Yeah, at least give it a try. Because, I mean, it's possible that it has too much strength and she can't levitate herself out of it. Sure. And that's fine. I, it's not working here, you could say. Yeah, yeah. It's not working would and work And then they fine. slowly sink down and then, then they go into this magical thing that drops out and has a bo- no bottom Absolutely. to Absolutely. Now, but, as for the thing that that uh, Finn is 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 going to tell her, J.J. Yeah. Uh, Abrams uh, at a screening yeah. uh, was asked this and he said what it was and what he was going to say to her was, uh, I'm force sensitive. Yeah. Which makes no sense at all. No. Like you're sinking and like, hey, 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 Ray, what? I'm force sensitive. Oh. Okay. What? What's strange? Yeah, and as they go underneath. Yeah. As in, oh, can you use that to help us at this point? Like, <laughs> or maybe even bringing up, I've got the force too. Yeah. Oh, right. I have the force. I should use the force to get us out of this. No, none of that makes sense. Then later on when he's, uh, you know, in the snake area, uh, Poe asks him, so what are you going to tell her? And uh, uh, I'll tell you later. Oh, you want to keep secrets? That's great. That's nice that you're keeping secrets from me. <laughs> and like, again, Poe's just a real snippy uh, yeah. jerk yeah. Th- through this. And just then, of course, Finn never says what this thing is through through the movie. He never reveals what he was going to tell Ray. It feels like he's going to tell her, I love you. That's that's the only thing that would make sense. Yeah. But then that's not the way they want to play it, it feels like, for the rest of the movie. So he says the setup, but there's no there's no payoff like later on. So Poe's arc in this film should be him becoming a leader. Mm-hmm. That's his that's his downfall in the second one, is that he he's too impulsive, you know, that and he that makes bad decisions yeah. that cost human lives yeah and he needs to learn how to be a leader in no way is that an arc in this in this film nope i'll just point that out we'll carry on yeah poe uh, po he's has, not leading this group poe has no arc in he's, this group yeah he's uh, not, in, in this in this movie neither finn nor poe have anything to do in this movie nope nope they just hang around with ray and by the way rose tico also has nothing to do with this film right we, we have not we have beginning. not brought that up okay let's just get into that quick <laughs> uh when they're all leaving off the top, uh, Finn says, sorry, because they're all nonsense names, it's hard sometimes, and I just uh, sure. make them up. Your name's Finn. Finn who? No one ever says that to Finn. No one ever says that to Finn. What's your last name? Yeah, exactly. What's his name? So, uh, so he says to Rose, uh, last chance, you want to come with us? No, uh, you know, yeah, Leia says, I just I wash my hair and yeah. I can't do a thing with it. Yeah, Leia says, uh, I should study uh, the Star Destroyer plans, as that'll help later on. Mm. Sure will. Okay. Which Star That's Destroyer? Which, you can't study those plans. The magical ones? Yeah, you can't study them on the uh, on the ship. Yeah. Basic, basically, it's, uh, yeah, you stay here. We're not yeah. going to deal with... It's a real F you. That's right. It's That's a real stinkerama. A, and, but... Yeah. Her character was incredibly unpopular with Star Wars fans. Some. And then very popular with Star Wars fans. Incredibly unpopular with Star Wars fans. And very popular with Star Wars fans. 53% of Star Wars fans did not like... <laughs> Rose, did not like Rose in the movie apparently 
So if we get rid of Rose, maybe bring this up to 80%, and that's 30% more money, Rose can stay on the sidelines. Okay, carry on, guys. Yeah. Carry on with your movie. When they had that line of, like, I'm, I'm supposed to stay and study. Oh, man, this has killed me. Yeah. Killed me. I mean... You just wanted to yell, fuck you. I mean, okay. Like, just just pa- fuck you. Partly her... I mean, her character arc, you know, arguably is over. Like, it was done in the in the second film. We, mm-hmm. you know, she she and she goes from someone who is who wants to be involved to someone who is involved in, in this. Like, she's not just you know, kind of sequestered in some part doing scientific things on the spaceship. She actually goes with Finn to Casino Bite. She goes on to the the you know onto the Imperial yeah. destroyer. She you know, so she is involved. And so that's kind of her character arc. So if you did want her in the second film, you don't really need to do it in that weird way. Like, oh, I got to stay. I can't go. You know, like, this, this yeah. is weird. She was kind of the heart of the last one. And like she had a different philosophy, which was we're not going to win this with like blowing shit up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not what this is all about. So mm-hmm. it's like, OK, she wants to protect the one she loves. Yeah. What? OK, that's fine. Let's go with that. What does that mean? Even if you are going to stay on the home base. I'm with you. Yeah. What does that mean on the home base? Yeah. To protect the ones you love. What does that mean? Sure. I'm going to sit and study. That is not who she is. She is the heart who believes, you know, in love. And, and so what are we doing with that? Nothing. And does she have any love payoff? Nope. Okay. Well, ugh, yeah. You know, I don't mind you replacing something with something better, but they've clearly re- replaced it with nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like at some point Finn falls in love with somebody else. And you're like, oh, this is. I guess this person was much better for them. You're right. Yeah, that that's. I'm I'm on board. Okay, you know, we were fine with uh, with Leia. You know, falling in love with uh, Han. Yeah. We didn't know that they were brother and sister. But like an empire. Luke, are you saying Luke or Luke? You said Luke sorry, there, sorry. Uh, Luke. Yeah, we were we were fine with Leia falling in love with Han. Yeah. Uh, even though you know you would think she would be with Luke if you watched the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're like, oh no no, this is this is fine. We're okay. That's cool. Uh, you're we're moving on, and then again it gets weird when you find out they're brother and sister. But yeah, they, it's replaced with nothing. And that's that's my biggest problem is like they 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 take away something and don't replace it with anything. And it's like, well, what? Why take it away then? Why take away these ideas? Why yeah. take away these? Uh, the yeah, other, so the frustrating. Other, the other problem with with these films, and we're going to hear it again soon, is that they cannot. Once they have like a good idea, they can't not resist rehashing it. Whether it's the Death Star, which is in three different films, or someone being related to someone else. Yeah. Which I and once again, why is Palpatine in this film? Because people were upset about the death of Snoke. And so they brought back Palpatine as a way to to make those fans happy because Snoke wasn't important then. It's okay to kill him because the real important baddie isn't Kylo Ren. It's Snoke. Or it's the Emperor. Because, also, yeah, go ahead. we also get the, re- the repeat of someone being related to someone else. You know, so it is, it's just a, a constantly... I mean, what they want to do rehash, is they, rehash, would, they rehash. want to bring back Darth Vader, but there's no way to bring up Darth Vader... Without, you know, negating everything that was Darth Darth yeah. Vader's I can't art. believe that's stopped them. I can't either. That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought, uh, literally, this is what I thought was going to go down yeah. at one point. Was, because you heard Darth Vader's voice off the top. And I'm like, oh, why are we hitting Darth Vader's voice off the top? He shouldn't, oh, 
Because then the emperor, the emperor says, "I've been speaking with all these voices in your head. So mm-hmm. when you've heard these voices, it was really me." Oh, okay, because Darth Vader wouldn't be speaking because Darth Vader was redeemed, so he wouldn't be that. But I felt you were going to have, you know, Darth Vader's spirit, and you were going to have like Anakin's spirit, and you were going to have them on either side. I thought like we're force ghosting like crazy. Mm. We're going to have both those because again, that is the one split character there. But eh, no, eh, Emperor. Anyway, so back to C-3PO. He gets red eyes because he's translating Sith Oh yeah. Uh, now. Oh, and uh, he, uh, you know, he reveals where to find uh, coordinates uh, to a wayfinder and where, where this is. But in doing so, uh, they wipe his memory. Mm. So, and, 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 and that's a weird bit, too, where it's then played sort of for laughs, where he's going, oh, I'm at my first laser fight. Or, hello, it's nice to meet you. Yeah. And like, okay, so we're playing it for laughs. Okay. It's very um, when Buzz Lightyear... It's what they keep doing with Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies is he's only interesting when he thinks he's a spaceman. So you've got to either bring a new Buzz in or someone, or have his memory erased or have him speak in Spanish. Uh, and so... It, but are you playing it for laughs? Or is it tragedy that, like, C-3PO doesn't know who he is anymore? Yeah. And yeah. the weird bit on this, too, is that C-3PO has had this happen before. At the end of the prequels, he yeah. has his mind erased as was well. It, he, right? he lost he lost all his memories. Hmm. So I'm thinking, like, uh, okay, well, they must be doing a payoff later on where he'll get his memories back. But, yeah. oh, he'll get all his memories back. And he'll remember that he was built by Darth Vader. And he'll remember, you know, his adventures with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that would be very interesting. Now they don't fucking do that. Anyway. So well, isn't it though? But it's R two D two that has his yeah. But R two D two remembers it all. But R two D wasn't there when C three PO was with Anakin, was he? Yeah, they yeah, weren't they? Yeah, R two D two was in the first movie. Or sorry, the first of the prequels. Is he? Yeah, he was. Oh, he was there. He was no. He's uh yeah. He's Obi Obi Wan's droid. What? Yeah, he's Obi Wan's droid. Hmm. Okay. I don't. I. It's been a while since I watched those films. Obviously. Okay. But okay. no, he is. Okay. Um, oh, no, I'm going to, I'm not thinking wrong. I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> I thinking to myself. You seem very disappointed. No, I'm just thinking how stupid it is. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, this is terrible. There's no reason for those characters to be in those films, except for the fact that Star Wars has to rehash everything because it's easier than yeah. creating new things. And just then, Ray uh, senses that Chewbacca's alive. <gasps> we've, we've learned that Chewbacca was uh, alive before because, uh, yeah, they, you know, they we had gotta, to show us. Yeah, they, they revealed Chewbacca. And it's weird because, again, they, they have the, you know, Oh, happy music. Chewbacca's alive, but he's about to be taken to the torture room. But okay. I don't know what music. Yeah. John Williams, you tell me. Uh, the guy you like is alive, but he is about to be tortured. All right. Write that I song. So, I was so mad when this, when that, when, when Chewbacca was shown. Yeah. That's, alive. that's some, uh, that's some. I was just like, Oh, this is emotional manipulation. You fuckers. Like, screw you. Yeah. Screw you, Star Wars. And also makes Finn look like an idiot. Yeah. Can he see like a ship in the sky? Can he recognize yeah, that there was two like of them? Yeah, it's not like Chewbacca's going, I think that's that ship. Yeah. It's, that's the one. Chewbacca. Oh, sorry, Chewbacca. <laughs> Wait, who did I say? <laughs> you said Chewbacca. What? Finn. Finn saying. Finn saying. Yeah. Uh, so many nonsense names. <laughs> Finn saying Chewbacca's yeah. on that ship. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot. Well, but then he would see it. And Finn, by the way. Yeah. I'm force sensitive. Are you? Yeah. How about you just get your eyes checked? <laughs> Forget about I mean, the force sensitive business and just him, like give it a little looky look. That's the thing. He watches them get loaded onto the 
the ship. Maybe Finn was getting loaded. Maybe he was getting loaded. <laughs> and then he watches it take get take off. Yeah. Like, there's just no excuse, like a reasonable, not an excuse for him. There's no excuse for this film to make this kind of switcheroo. Like, there's this, they just want their cake and eat it too. And, and, right. no, and by the way, Ray, can't have it. you did kill a lot of people on that ship. Anyway, yes. That you did not mean to. She and did I, not mean to, yes. She didn't mean to. That's fair. But I mean, let's be fair. This, this, there's lots more people coming who's gonna, who are going to die. So there's lots of death coming down the pipe here. Well, here's another thing. Uh, they have a little meeting uh, of the old First Order, you know, with, uh, I guess now they're the Knights of Kylo. Or Knights of, Knights of Ren. Knights of, Knights of Either is silly. Uh, where, where they're talking about how we're going to have to do another big military push. That's not the Knights of Ren. Okay. Well, they're, okay, they're all sitting around the table, whatever yeah. they are. The baddie, baddie, baddies. Yeah, yeah. Kylo's there with his cracked mask, looking like a bad Easter egg that you like dipped yeah. and then put back on his head, looking like he's ready to be a ride at Disneyland. Right. So you know he's thrown that, thrown the guy's head on the table. Uh, one guy says something. You know, does your uh, James Bond? I don't think it's a good idea, Doctor No, and gets freaking slammed to the ceiling. It's <laughs> it's that bullshit scene that you see. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in that scene, they mentioned that uh, oh, we're gonna have to have more staff basically more soldiers we're gonna have to recruit more children i'm like oh well mm. you just you just yeah, yeah. double down on that yeah. fact that uh all these soldiers here are basically child soldiers that have been forced to be stormtroopers yeah so again you just blew up anytime you're seeing stormtroopers being killed we're not going woo we're going ooh, because yeah. we can see that they can change and be you know, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's potential. They have, they have agency. Yeah, there's a reason that you seem yeah. to be like setting up empathy for these. I mean, even the worst of them didn't want to. They had their parents killed, and they were like forced to be soldiers. So anyway, uh, so she senses Chewbacca's alive, and they're gonna mount a rescue uh, mission. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, I'm reading off Wikipedia here because, sure. you know, oh, not Wikipedia? Uh, oh, no, I probably should do that. Uh, Kylo's searching for Ray. Uh, the group infiltrates his Star Destroyer with the help uh, of, uh, I hated this. Zori Bliss. Ugh. An old acquaintance of I didn't Pose. mind. I didn't mind Zori Bliss. Okay. If, if you need to add one more <laughs> character to this movie, it's already got a lot of characters doing stuff in it, but okay. Right. And why are they at another planet? Like for a movie that, for a movie that, has a lot of loose ends to tie up uh-huh. and is building up to like a ginormous conclusion. I, I think that's what they thought they were doing anyway. They certainly are taking their time getting there. But they seem to have all the time in the world to travel to three different planets looking for a knife. Like, now they can travel light speed, so. Well, but the scenes aren't done in light speed. No, the scenes they really, are done they really, really slowly. They really aren't. And that's where we have the reveal uh, that uh, Poe, again, I'm trying to get all these names right. Uh, Poe used to be a spice runner, and everyone finds that hilarious. Yeah, not really explaining yeah. what that means because Han Solo was a spice runner. Yeah. yeah. So when pe- when Han Solo mentioned he was a spice runner, did people go, go "Oh dear, oh spice runner"? Like, <laughs> is that like Dune spice or yeah. like cinnamon? Well, I think or okay, I think for George Lucas, it's a reference to Dune. I think within the movie itself, it's meaningless. It's mm-hmm. just the thing he threw into the movie, like that he did the Kessel Run and how many parsecs or whatever. Now, those are just meaningless things thrown into the film in order to fill out characters. Right. He's a spice runner, and he did that thing in 12 parsecs. But it's not, it's not, you know, it's not essential to the film, this stuff. 
like it's so it's, why people are reacting to this like like a drug runner is yeah it drug? basically it spices drugs in star wars okay so all right so you were so you you were a drug runner how, how am i supposed to feel about that yeah did you have options i don't know what i don't know how that syncs up is it bad like is it drug runner as in you know uh legalize it man like is it like pot is it is it what is it is it like cocaine what's what's the what's the deal is it I get say no to drugs back in the day, but where, where are we at with that? Anyway, they all have a good laugh at Poe for this. Yeah. Once again, kicking Poe down another notch, yeah. uh, uh, making him even more abusive to C-3PO. <laughs> this is the way Well, you don't want to be the, the lowest goes. person in the group. No, know? so they, they, he, he, you know, again, uh, uh, move your metal ass. Like, could you imagine him saying that to anyone else? Saying that to Finn. Hey, move your ass. Well, he doesn't have a metal ass. He does. Finn doesn't have a metal ass. No, that we know about. Oh, okay, that's true. What do I know? He was a star- like was, he would never say he that. Was a, uh, was a stormtrooper. Anyway, so uh, so Ray is on the uh, the 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 star story and discovers a, a dagger, and she has visions of her parents being killed with this dagger. Uh, and then Kylo, you know, uh, connects connects with her there, and uh, does the does the thing where he's saying, uh, okay. You know what I told you was technically right. <laughs> and back it's like tracking Yeah, this is where I'm confused. Everyone, let's go back. Did Kylo know the real story? Because it feels like Kylo did and was bullshit. No, he didn't. Okay, he didn't. No. So does he just learn it when she learns it? No, he learns it from from the Emperor. Because remember, the Emperor says it doesn't. It cuts away, but he says, "I'll tell you where." Basically, says, "I'll tell you where." Um, I'll tell you who her parents are. Okay. Or I know who her parents okay. were or whatever. Then what he, but he says to her, what I told you, I think it's something along the lines of what I told you was technically true. Yeah. He says it along those lines, yeah, yeah. which makes no sense if. No, it doesn't. You know, it's, it's not a, it's not a way of saying things. It's yeah. like, I didn't know either is what, it's someone, the correct thing to say. Someone didn't watch the movie before. Before they wrote the screenplay, they didn't write, watch the movie. So if you, yeah, it's okay. They didn't watch the Force Awakens either. I said your parents were nobodies. Yeah. Well, they made themselves nobodies to protect you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not making yourselves nobodies. Also, you yeah. didn't just say that. You said they were nobodies who sold you for drinking money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and my problem with that is Kylo's a lot of things, but he's not a liar. Like, he is the most sincere, emo, religious guy. Yeah. Uh, but he'll always tell the truth. And that's the, that's what makes him creepy is like, he's not going to bullshit you. He's going to tell you the truth, but like his version of the truth. His and, version. Okay, yeah. That's, and, that's and, fair. I was going to say, well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. His what version he, of the what truth. he okay. believes. Yeah. But in that case, well, that was all, that was some bullshit that he was, he was saying. And that to me, like, fucks up his character. Um, <laughs> well. How so? What is, what's what's the deal for that? I just yeah yeah. He didn't fuck up his character. The writer, the writers. Yeah, okay, but I'm stuff, talking yeah. about him as a character yeah, because I'm sure. you know I'm in the world of the movie right sure now. Sure. All right. So uh, they have a lightsaber fight because you know it's about time for that. <sighs> and in doing so, uh, they knock over Darth Vader's helmet. Uh, that's and- in that's in that's in his uh, ro- his room. Yeah. Like because uh, when they're talking, Kylo doesn't know that. Where the, she is, where she is, it doesn't realize that they are on the, the story trying to rescue Chewie, and also she's gone to the room to get the the the, the blade, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's why he leaves because he gets the blade. That's why Kylo leaves the planet. Yeah, 
Okay. Earlier on, you're asking why he left. All right, very He got good. the blade and he, he took off with it. All right, that all makes some sense. All right, yeah. fair enough. So uh, so Kylo now knows where where she is and is like, well, time to time time to go back. Oh, by the way, sorry. What's revealed is she's Palpatine's granddaughter, and uh, and uh, he ordered this assassin to uh, recover Rey as a child, but her parents hit her and uh, were killed yeah. because of that. And uh, they sacrificed the th- themselves for her. In the theater I was in when that was revealed in the movie, there is this big cry of, "Oh, brother!" Oh, was, was it you? Yeah, it was me. I was like, oh man, why? And then someone turns. She had she had a brother, and then uh, one of the writers of future movies goes, huh? And just writes it down. <laughs> and that's uh, Roy, Ray's brother, Roy. Roy, Roy, Roy Disney. Sounds good. And so yeah, her parents hit her on the uh, on uh, Jakku, the the desert planet. Because when you got a baby to hide, doesn't make any sense. You always hide a baby on a desert planet. Yeah, by that's itself. what we've learned. You sell them to a junk trader. Who is a mercenary junk trader who will sell anything for money and has no vested interest in her and will sell her out at the first opportunity he gets. This is who her parents, who quote unquote loved her, sold her to and also sold her. Yeah. Sold her. Unless you would have wanted to go with the that guy, the trader, was in on it, was actually a good guy the whole time. You thought he was a bad guy. That's why he's keeping the Millennium Falcon, you know, in good shape for all this time. Okay, you, you know, you make excuses for him. I don't think that that's free. No, I'm saying, I'm saying a way you could have done this oh, that okay. would have made a lick of sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. You don't sell her to basically yeah. into into slavery. But everyone's fine with slavery. I don't know. I just don't think you should introduce things into movies that makes you have to like usual suspects it. Like have like a scene that ties, well, this meant this and this meant that and this meant this and this meant that. And now we're back in the present again. Oh, no, no, no. They don't usual suspects it. Here's because usual suspects showed you the, the put it all together in the movie itself. Yeah. What this does is, hey, you better go to Wikipedia later (laughs) and then you better watch six episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah. And then if you could read this novel that was written in 1982, then you'll really get the origin of that pair of pants. And now (laughs) we're going to understand where BB-8's batteries come from. Yeah, yeah. And so on and so fucking forth. But I'm just saying for this junk trader... Please play all the video games. Yeah. For this junk trader, you need to, like... You need to have an explanation. You need to have something happen in the movie. And by the way, he's Simon Pegg. You could get a scene out of that guy. That would have been fine. I just don't want to have to go flashback. I don't want a flashback. Like, I don't want flashbacks. Like, I don't want scenes that have to be explained by going backwards. All right. Like, this movie, movies should go forwards, not backwards. So, like, all the stuff that's always taking us into the past is garbage. Like, Like, I just feel like, you know, I liked Last Jedi. So maybe people who didn't like it are going to disagree with me. But I felt... I personally felt like Ryan Johnson gave us not only like a thrilling end to a movie, but also set up all these characters with interesting possibilities for where their characters could yep. go. Everything that T. Ross does is retrench the characters. It goes back past, like before The Last Jedi, and it reestablishes their characters at the end of The Force Awakens, and then it moves them forward again from there. So you end up with this movie that like a huge chunk of the film is spent you know, turning back the clock of the movies and then reintroducing the characters in some way that is pleasing. So, so Ray becomes is instead of like being what she was at the end of the last Jedi, this very powerful Jedi who's accepted, accepted who she is, accepted and has come to terms with who she is and come to terms with the fact that her parents were nobodies and that this is her family. Yeah. That's the end of that film. Let's move forward from there. No, no, it, 
collapses that and goes back to no your family was palpatine you're a palpatine that's that's who you actually are yeah that's the hugely unimaginative boring stupid thing that you are this is four people who fucking wrote this movie this is the best piece of shit idea that they could give us this is the disappointing most frustrating stupid oh it was so this is like where I probably tuned out of the movie at this point and just yeah. started like sitting watching it, waiting for it to end. I hadn't finished my popcorn too, so I had nothing to do. Oh, I just, I was so disappointed in this, in, in this part of the film. Yep. Like I just felt... It went from, it went, it, like you got two ideas. One is, yeah, that the Force uh, is something anyone can access. And, yeah. you know, and that's what it feels like the original idea of the first Star Wars was. You're just a yeah. nobody kid. I'm going to introduce sure. you to the idea of the Force. Uh, oh, I'm going to believe in the Force. I trust the Force. Oh, the Force answered you back. Yeah. That you asked something of the universe, and the universe answered you back. Yeah. Oh, that's very exciting. That's sure. great. Sure. Okay, wait. Let's go with prequels. What's the idea behind that? <laughs> uh, well, it was in your blood. Yeah. It was a it was a select group of elites. Germs. Is this? It's like, they're not germs. Are like part of your blood, right? The mitochondrial. They're yeah. Like some sort of attract like, the Force. Oh, by yeah. the way, they'll also get your mom pregnant. Ooh. And uh, just make you out of nowhere, interesting. And do all this. So yeah, it's either it's space, uh, space it's either you know space, genetic, yeah. And you're the chosen one. It's a, yeah. it depends. What do you prefer, the chosen one as your narrative, or all can access this amazing uh, thing in the universe? What do you prefer of those <sighs> things? And it, and clearly, you know I think you can... Ryan prefers one, and yeah. and, and uh, Abrams prefers another. Or at least that's the way it's coming across. Well, you know, here. I. I'm like I say. I'm just gonna leave. I'm leaving Abrams out. <laughs> I'm not. He's the director. I, I know he's a director, but I just feel like and the writer. I feel like he was <laughs> not leaving him out of it. I feel like he was. I know he's one of the writers of this, but I just feel like there was a lot of corporate directive and maybe and, and uh, that's my that's my reason. That's I don't know if that's true. That's possible. That's yeah. very possible. I do know what's true is he's the director and writer. So yep. I'm just gonna go with what I know, mm -hmm. and that's and that's sure. on that. So yeah, that's that's a big pain in the ass. So we've been going with this whole who's the spy? Who could the spy be? Who could the spy Who be? The this spy is so be? exciting. So Poe uh, and Finn try to rescue Chewbacca. Uh, screw it up because Poe's a boob, and Poe can't. Uh, Poe can't. Uh, Poe can't save money for Christmas. Poe can't. <laughs> Do nothing. Can't do anything. So right. anyway, they're gonna get it. They get caught because and they get we can't. We can't have his character. He's just. He's just the reckless guy still. So his character isn't growing. His character's yeah. not. His character's stuck. He's learned nothing. He's learned nothing from his experiences in the Last Jedi. Nothing. Ad Admiral Holdo's sacrifice. Nothing is nothing. And also, they shit on that as well in the movie because there's a scene in the film where they go like. Oh, um, should we do that? Should we do that? The holdo maneuver, and they're like, "Oh no, that's a once in a once in a million opportunity, or once in a million thing." Okay, so so what you're telling me is that her plan was terrible. Was terrible, yeah. Because I mean, it's a, it's a desperate plan. It's yeah. like she has to do it because of what Poe did. But here's something. But her her plan, yeah. setting everyone off, and then doing this maneuver was a one in a million chance. So it was really just her gambling, a huge gamble that may not have paid off at all. She might have missed it and gone off into space and hit a planet. Yeah, an orphan planet. There's a better chance of her, <laughs> there's a better chance of her having a comet fall in her head than this thing working, is what you're saying. Well, it's so much like I said earlier that there's gravity clearly in space. Math works differently in Star Wars. If someone tells you that there's a million, if someone tells you there's a million to one chance that an elephant's going to walk in the room and start singing opera, oh, so me, oh, there it comes, of course. 
There's never been a million to one chance that hasn't immediately get, paid get off. Get out of here, Trunky. That's why. That's why everyone's at the casino. Yeah. Everyone is scoring <laughs> huge. Because the math is weird. The math is weird. Anyway, so uh, no, I just think it was another opportunity to crap on a part. Oh, a hundred percent. The Last Jedi. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I don't know why that. I just feel like. And now I'm going to believe Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson, and I'm going to believe J.J. Abrams that they work together on their on these films. That when when J.J. Abrams wrote the last The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and Ryan Johnson was up next to do to do The Last Jedi, that they communicated with each other over the the themes and things they were doing in their separate movies. And so when Ryan Johnson was doing his film, he talked to J.J. Abrams. They discussed the things that Ryan Johnson was doing. Ryan Johnson didn't make those changes. And, you know, thumb his nose at J.J. Abrams, he said, okay, this is what you set me up with. Mm-hmm. You've given me this Snoke character mm-hmm. who is Kylo Ren's mentor, but you've also given me Kylo Ren, this character who wants to follow in the footsteps of Darth Vader. And so for, in order for me to have this character grow and become a Darth Vader-like character, he needs to not have Snoke. He needs to, like, get past this person in order to make this next step into into his is evil. So I'm going to have him kill Snoke. And that way we have him, just Kylo Ren, sure. in the next film, is our evil character. Yeah. This is the character that we have to redeem in the next film. This character who, you know, wants, is so angry at, at Luke Skywalker, who wants to, you know, wants to have the Millennium Falcon blown out of the sky, who is just like a ginormous infant at the end of The Last Jedi, just mad with power, yeah. but in no way responsible enough to deal with it. What's going to happen next? Oh, we're just going to step it down because it's actually Palpatine who's <laughs> in, in power. Like, And I, I just cannot believe in, that J.J. Abrams made these choices okay. in this way. I feel like if they were working together, he knew what was happening. Uh-huh. I just... Okay, here's, I'm here's keep my on. question I know it's a conspiracy. to you. I know it's a conspiracy theory, so... All right, here's my question to you. Sure. Um, so, J.J. Abrams... Yeah. Okay, without getting into anything that I might know personally about anything about anything. Sure. Um, so, J.J. Abrams yeah. did a show called Lost. Okay. Now, could you imagine that he wrote Lo- the first season of Lost, or was really heavily involved with the first season of Lost? Yeah. Could you imagine that he would write that first season of Lost yeah. with all these setups? He's setting up everything, yeah, setting yeah. polar bears. Sure, sure. Setting up the black. All right, yeah, yeah. setting up everything. His mystery boxes. His mystery boxes. Yeah. He's got his mystery boxes. Yeah. That he does not know where this is going. Oh, I believe end. that entirely because that's to- totally his style. That he does not know where it's going to end? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe that. I believe, my, th- my feeling is probably that he, you know, even, and I'm sure along the way he worked with many, many writers yeah. and many, and I know he worked with many writers, but he worked with many people <laughs> yeah. uh, along the way working through things. Yeah. But so you'd go like, well, then he clearly knows where this is going because he's working with people. Mm. So he must know where this is going to end. Yeah. There's nothing to me that reflects knowing that, yeah. that even though he worked with people in this, yeah. that he had an ending for this and wasn't just kind of winging it as it goes along. Which would actually be a very Star Wars thing to do. Because the first trilogy, that's what they did. Oh, no, they just winged it. You're they right. just winged it and, yeah. and they, and they stuck the landing hope and it for worked. The, hope for the best. Well, they st- Well, financially. Oh, yeah. To okay. the point where we're doing a ninth movie now. Yeah, I don't really care about that part of it. But I, I, it that, that is important, obviously. But it's not something that when we're talking about these films, right. I'm not going to say to this you. This seems a very Abrams thing I'm not of gonna, not having the ending. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not going to come back in eight months and go, you know what? I was wrong about Return of Skywalker. 
or Rise of Skywalker. It's please, a really- please don't get any of this stuff wrong. <laughs> it's important for everything to be right and every name to be right, Dave. Okay, sorry. Please do fix this in any My apologies. All right. Um, I, I'm not going to come back to you eight months ago. You know what? This movie doubled what The Last Jedi made. It's obviously the better film. Like, I'll not, have to wait till I see the Lego version. I'm not. I'm just not gonna. You know, I'm, my my judgments are gonna be aesthetic. So yeah, maybe you know. So that's what I'm gonna say. I don't know if the first trilogy really stuck. It is landing. quite possible. The final film was very disappointing. I've, that uh, that creator. Look, the more I know about the more I learn about movies. Yeah. Uh, the more I think it's it's a lot like government. Until you get into government, you think they've all got a big plan. No, they know yeah, what they're right. doing. No, right. And right. then when you when you find out the more about it, yeah. uh, you learn like, oh, people are just doing their homework on the bus. Yeah, like they're really doing it on the last second. Sure. Okay, does this match with this? It doesn't matter because we got to get it done now. Get it out, and we'll 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 fix it later. Yeah. So You're right. You're okay, right. back to uh, back to the star destroyer. That's certainly been the case with cats. For oh, instance. listen. We we can we can talk cats. Another another thing. It's a it's a weird thing when the when the completion date becomes more important than the quality of the movie. That's true. And there uh, cats. There are uh, figures that are not fully furred in the background. <laughs> um, Naked cats. So General Hux, who is uh, the this guy uh, on the evil finger tapping together. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Uh, also, he's got red hair, so you know. He's the only redhead in space. Is he? Is there anyone else with red hair in Star Wars? Hmm. Or is he it? Wow. Nope. Nope. There's another person with red hair. And I'm not. I'm not counting any. uh, You know, uh, TV shows or uh, video games. Another red-haired person. We got purple-haired people. We do have purple-haired people. Uh, These. There's got to be more than just. All right. When you think of it, let, let yeah, me know. Uh, anyway, uh, he's about to he's about to uh, execute yep. uh, Poe, Finn, and Chewbacca. Okay. Uh, says to the uh, stormtroopers, "Let me do it myself." And they uh, give him uh, give him the old laser blaster. Yeah. And uh, he turns and shoots. Oh, the stormtroopers! What's going on uh, now? Uh, here's oh, the thing. What did this What did this give us? I've uh, I've bought in discount bulbs that were brighter than uh, the team. <laughs> that are there <laughs> to the point where he literally has to turn yeah. to them yeah. and just say i'm the spy yeah like come like if you 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 can't have a character just out and out just go i'm the murderer guys <laughs> i we can't don't have time for this yeah i i killed them i yeah. killed them all jeez really none of you at all me how many other people do you know? How many other speaking characters are on the ship? Yeah. How many? Who, who could it have been? Who could it have been? Richard E. Grant? We just brought him on board. I guess it could have been Richard E. Grant. Yeah. That might make sense. He's a good actor. They do. They do some shots that make us. They're supposed to make us think that he's the one. Sure. They do a lot of stuff like when they mention the spy, they always like cut to Richard E. Grant. Sure. And we're supposed to be like, oh, is it Richard, Richard E. Grant? Grant? Because he's oh. the only other actor on this that yeah. has a speaking part. And he's unreliable. We saw with Neil and I. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But he is friends with the doctor, so uh, I think the doctor could actually. <laughs> anyway, that's that's too deep a cut. Uh, <laughs> Very. So, deep. so he tells uh, he tells Finn, please shoot me in the arm, uh, so, uh, otherwise they'll never believe me. And uh, <laughs> he shoots him in the leg. Oh, oh the, the you, hilarity! You, that's you, rascal! You, you know he saved your life just now. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you think like, oh, this is interesting because. We've seen General Hux through these uh, past two movies, and we we see him as a bwahaha villain, and it's like, oh man, wait a minute, he's been a spy. 
Oh, he's working for the good guys? This is interesting. Like, And this guy's a good actor. I have seen him in a lot of movies. I am looking forward to seeing what the story is with, I don't care. I don't want, I just don't want Kylo to win. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell? Are you up against Inspector Gadget? What the hell is this? That's your thing? That's your motivation? I'm the spy and I don't like Kylo. Shoot me here. Oh, that doesn't make me feel good at all. I'll get you, He-Man. All right, fine. What the shit? So anyway, let's... I was- the- I was checked out at this point in the movie. I had no emotions left. I, my thought at this point was, well, what does that get us? Like, what, what does that buy us? That buys us yeah. nothing. We could have, this whole part of the film, unnecessary. If you'd killed Chewie, sure. But this whole thing of having Chewie, having, you know, whatever you want, what, is, what are we going to call it? It's like, uh, uh I don't know. Deus Ex Nausea. Corpse That's how tease? I was feeling. A corpse tease? I don't know what you, it's just like, he's dead. No, he's not. He's dead. Are you going to cry? Your pet's dead. What do you think? He's dead. What do you think of that, huh? It's all, it's that, I'm just lying. Here's your pet. It's in a box right here. <laughs> I fooled you. Like, it's like the most immature movie writing of all time. And so you're like, then, And then oh. we end up in this other scene with, where the spy is revealed. Yeah. Through, and, and the spy is also a dummy. Cause the spy shouldn't be thinking like that. His thought should be the larger picture, maybe. Like these three people. Oh, well. It's too bad that they get killed, but I can't reveal myself as a spy because I'm working for the the you know the Rebel Alliance or whatever they're called the yeah. the, the rebellion, and so I can't I can't give myself away for these people. I have to think of like the whole thing. But he thinks they're they're gonna screw things up for Kylo because uh, Kylo hates these guys, so he's letting them go because you know they're. Gonna uh, it doesn't make out. any sense. Well, here's let me let me let he's me throw terrible, one more problem. Spy, let me throw one other problem, which at is you. proved in a scene later. So they've caught they've caught Chewbacca, and they're very happy because like this guy used to run with Han Solo. Yep. Oh wow, the information this guy will have. We'll take him to the torture room. We're going to get some information out of him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of good information out of him. What what do we got on deck there? We got the Millennium Falcon. Okay, leave that alone. Oh, you don't want to... Sorry, hi. So you're, like, looking for information, right? Yeah, yeah all right. So you don't want to, like, board the Millennium Falcon, strip yeah, no, the computer? No, no, no. We don't need it. No, no they probably no. got some stuff on there. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Things it's they've fine. done. Listen, we got, evidence. we got this hairy guy. We're going to get it all out of him. Well, we can do both. No, We've no, got no, no, a no. lot of people. Listen, we don't have enough people here. <laughs> we got enough people. We got nothing but people. Well, we're looking for a spy. We've got, like, ten people on the deck already there's just a, standing around. There's they a could spy just go on board. Oh, we have no idea who this spy might be. Okay. We should really shut the engine down, We're though, thinking, so no one can escape. If we left the keys in that thing no, and no, the engine just, running... Don't worry about the Millennium Falcon. Just leave it there. It's fine. Don't worry. No, uh, one, no one needs to worry about that. Like, we should check it out. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's fine. It's All fine. right. So By the way, yeah. I just watched Solo. Uh, isn't there a sentient being that's still in that uh, Millennium Falcon? Are we going to deal with any of that at any point? That uh, sentient no, don't being? worry. No, no. That's, that's it's in, well, it's in love with... I know it's in love with Lando Calrissian. Oh, Lando's sh- gone, though, right? Lando won't show up, and you could actually yeah, no, like, don't worry about him. button that finally. Even if he shows up, he won't leave his seat, because he can't stand up. All right, sounds fine. It's fine. Don't All worry right. about so it. So anyway, off they go. And uh, Richard E. Grant uh, you know, uh, is told this information... Uh, and uh, I could say what his name is. It's like General Pride or... Oh, General Pride. That's right. General Pride. And Pride goeth before Ooh. the... Yeah, turns and shoots General Hux. And yeah. we go like, well, that's... He was also... What did that get us, everyone? What did it get us? This yeah, you whole... went from boo-ha-ha to yeah. stern face. Besides Ray and Kylo, their, their, their little battle in, in, in Kylo's bedroom, uh, where, where Ray got to see his uh, Tiger Beat posters on the wall... <laughs> Besides that, that scene, there's absolutely nothing from there 
all the way to the destroyer. We don't need any of that stuff unless you really want to have C-3PO get his mind erased. Yeah. By the way, which I don't she, want C-3PO to get his mind erased. As you're mentioning, when you when he's she's in his chambers, maybe there <laughs> should have been something there of hers. You know, maybe there should have been something there yeah. to like reveal How about the something. necklace. Well, that's one thing. But like but like something of that would show his character of just like oh he's got some feelings for her or there's something yeah. or there's some a memory thing yeah. or something from his mom yeah, or something you know just to good. show yeah good. it would have been a place to to do that anyway the group is arriving <laughs> on kef beer yes we just kef beer have you ever had a kef beer oh, what is nice. kef beer is that where zori lives that's uh yes i guess so yeah oh uh, and and it's a world war ii planet Okay. Is here's a question for you. I just sure. want to ask you. Is Zori uh it's, me- the, it's the aqua planets, all the waves and stuff. It's oh that, that one. one. Oh sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Where the Death Star crashed. Yeah. Oh, is it a moon? Is it or no, it's a planet that Endor is a moon of, right? Uh you know what? Let me let me let me tell you. Or is a moon is I don't remember where Let they, me tell you. Okay. <laughs> it just says but Let the, me just ask you. The location where the second Death Star crashed after it exploded over Endor in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, is Zori a Mandalorian? Is that why she doesn't remove her helmet? Doesn't she remove her helmet? No, remember she only opens and shows her eyes, but she will not take her helmet off? Oh, that's a that's an excellent Cause question. Because she she, her, her armor could look kind of like, could be construed as being like Mandalorian-like. But anyway, they don't say in the movie. I just was curious. Yeah. Oh. Why she didn't take her helmet off. No, that's uh, interesting. I, I just got here. An old acquaintance of Pose. Unless, the, unless J.J. Abrams just thought it was hilarious to have... Uh, Felicity, what's her name? Felicity? No, not Felicity. That's not her name. That's a character she played on TV, uh, which was a J.J. Abrams show as well. Felicity. What was the, uh, Carrie? Yeah, Russell. Carrie Russell. Yeah, that's right. Um, unless he just thought it was hilarious to have her in the movie and her, not show her face. Her to get some back end out of this film, getting some money out of it, but not have to show her face. Well, the nice thing about not showing your face is you don't really have to be there on all the days yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's a good good gag on Disney there, th- right? From J.J. Abrams. So uh, that's where we have the confrontation between uh, Kylo and and Ray. Uh, Kylo- well, also, this is where we meet some other some new people. Okay, a new love interest for Finn. Okay, all right, we're so, gonna get right to that. All right, fair X, enough. Go ahead. All right, you you tell me that bit then. Well, because we meet those before they have their battle. Sure, sounds good. Again, I'm going through Wikipedia. Here, okay, yeah. So, so they're skipping over. Stuff. So they meet they meet some mounted. Uh, ex storm stormtroopers. They have red horses. Right. What do you think of that? You like horses? Where's that? Yeah, good I like them riding horses. That All right. Fun. Good. Uh, and There's I, more horses in this trilogy than there have been uh, ever in uh, before. past trilogies. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they're not horses because this is uh, Star Wars. So that's not, right. Just like they're not humans. They're, they're these aren't horses, but it's fine. So, um, but they're very horse-like. I got to tell you, just like the human-like characters are very human-like. Uh, um, but I thought I was when this happened. I thought, oh, well, here's where Ian's favorite little. Theory, not little theory, I shouldn't say that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but your favorite theory, or one of the things I like that you've said, which is that um, Finn, you know, that we learned that these are child slaves. Yeah. And now we meet some other stormtroopers. These are other ones that have rebelled against the against the First Order, have yeah. reclaimed themselves. And I thought, well, here's a chance for us to explore this element of these stormtroopers. And we're going to... No, we're not going to do that? Okay. <laughs> well, the, yeah, that really says. did... That really was annoying. Because... In the in the previous movies, uh, you know he he the first the first time uh, he fights another stormtrooper face to face, the other stormtrooper yells "traitor." Yeah, uh, so it's like oh, he's considered a traitor mm-hmm. to his people. So mm-hmm. they know him. Like mm-hmm. the other stormtroopers know this guy yeah. left, 
Yeah. Uh, then he fights Captain Phasma. Yeah. And there's actually there's a del- and and beats her. There's actually a deleted scene from the last movie, which is a real stinker that they didn't go with it because oh, it's really? much better. Where where uh, he's he's almost defeated her and says to her, "When word gets out that you got beat by me, no one's going to respect you anymore." And all the stormtroopers are standing around, kind of looking at each other. And then she kills every stormtrooper. To to, oh, okay. to cover to cover up the evidence, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then he ends up he does end up fighting her and defeating her, and she calls him scum, and yeah, she, yeah. he does the rebel scum line, but mm. not as in a big presentational rebel scum. He says it like quite like rebel scum, yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, it's pretty badass. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So so uh, he's building a reputation. Sure. As like the the stormtrooper that rebel, yeah, yeah, and so I was like, oh, this maybe will... he's inspirational to these ones. Then maybe that, these people have followed his. That's lead. absolutely right, and it's like, nope. Here's what happened: <laughs> we all took off our helmets at once, and we decided not to ki- not to. We were given orders to kill a group of people. We all decided at once, no, and then but we took off our helmets at once. Yeah. Like, oh, you all did it at once. Yeah, we. It was like a feeling. Yeah. Oh, like the force. Oh, it was the force. So mm. it was just a. Uh, wasn't inspired it, by Finn. No, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't inspired by Finn, but yeah. also Finn didn't use free will either. It was just something that was that was projected because oh. all of them did it at once. Uh, so it was like it wasn't a choice. You're making it even worse. Yeah, that inspired. No, and so and so thus ends Finn's arc. Like Finn is the stormtrooper who rebelled, the first one who said no. And and that would have been just so good, but no, yeah. it's just like the force, the force did it. Yeah, and that to me is is like the Simpsons wizard did it. You know, it's just like yeah, it was magic. <sighs> okay, so did you guys have free will when you did this, or was it just you were getting force pushed like an Obi Wan? You don't want to kill these people. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Like, yeah. what's the deal? Who who cares? So from that point on, who who cares? You know, but but you think then? Okay, so you're all stormtroopers. Oh, so the other stormtroopers, we could still free them. Nope, we don't care about that at all. We're fine watching them <laughs> blow up, even though they're all child slaves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that does happen. So she, she this, uh, the leader of this gang of, of, of uh, re- rebel stormtroopers, yeah. take, ex-stormtroopers, takes them to, yes, to the wreckage of the Death Star, where we get one of the dumbest scenes of all time, uh, yeah. I guess it was originally written for National Treasure, the Nicolas <laughs> Cage film, but they, they thought, this is too dumb. This is too, too unbelievable. We're not going to have this in this movie. We'll have everything else. We'll have the Illuminati. We'll have Masons. We're not going to have this scene. No one would ever possibly show this in a movie. This is ridiculous. And then J.J. Abrams found the script, saw this scene, and went, yeah. you know what? This would be perfect for Someone Star Wars. Someone threw it across the room. He caught it <laughs> midair like a lightsaber. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I think Ray takes out the, 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 the knife, knife, holds it up, and can see that it fits the silhouette, perfectly fits the silhouette of the of the the crashed Death Star. Yeah. Which, despite being pounded by waves for however long it's been since uh, yeah. since it was it was dropped onto this planet, it's it's perfect perfectly worth. And she pulls out something out of the knife as well, which we didn't know about. Sure. Just kind of magically appears. Oh, there's a little extension. Yeah. And she's able to use that to pinpoint where. By the way, pinpoint the not exact location, the general location yeah. on a crashed Death Star, which is in the, an ocean with huge waves, where, the general location of where this uh, thing they need to get to find the way to Exegol is. Quick question, now that I'm thinking about it. You asked me this question, sir. So, I was saying earlier yeah. that they pick, that they 
pick him out of the tube and get him out of there. Was he in the tube when this blew up and just crashed on this planet and he survived? Is that where we're going with this? Like, like Palpatine never no, left that Death Star? And no, like, no, no. What happened to Palpatine was that he f- was thrown down that tube by Darth Vader. Right. The tube went down and it, it exited the, the, the Death Star. So he like went through this exhaust port or whatever out yeah. into space. But of course, he's... He's, he can marry Poppins it too. He can marry Poppins it too. Yeah. So he just surrounds himself with like an oxygen bubble. Oh, okay. And then you know. So he has it when this when the when the pla- when it uh, Death Star crashed on this planet. He wasn't in there. He wasn't in it. No. 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 Uh, okay. No, 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 no. No. But even if he was, what does it matter? He can. He can. For- That's what I'm wondering. He can force that too. Is that why he's on this planet? Is because he he did. But he's not on that planet. Oh, he's not. No, no, no. They have to go oh, to another planet from there. Sake. This is just. Okay, yes, this is you're just right. to get the map. You're right. We're that. Oh, this is, God! How far are we away from? <laughs> damn it! This is still. Hole. This is still Dora exploring. Oh boy! The, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just another gray world, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. And that's where she goes, and she and she uh, has that vision of herself. Is that right? She goes. Is that where she has the vision? I thought that was on the. I thought that was on Exegol that she has. Uh, sure, we'll get I don't. To re- that. I, I, Who knows? I barely remembered that scene. To anyway, be with you. Lo- yeah. I saw. I saw an image of it. and I went. Oh, why? Anyway, at one point, at okay. one point where she's doing all this stuff, yeah. Uh, she uh, she has a vision of herself because she she had a dream that she was on the Sith throne next to Kylo and she was evil. And then at one point she has. We don't know where it's at, but at some point I'll tell you where it's at. It's in the trailer because they wanted to show it in the trailer because it looks cool in the trailer. But then they do nothing with it where it's her as an evil sith with like a double uh lightsaber and it's like the badass version of uh of ray and uh yeah she gets spooked by does that. she have a dream where she's sitting in the in the throne no she talks about it oh she just talks about it. okay i was thinking yeah. i don't remember it's that image it would be a no, cool image she, yeah it would be a cool image they could have used it in the trailer i could have used it <laughs> in the trailer but in the film they do show her with the double yeah thingy, that's right? a little uh vision she has yeah a yeah. little uh, okay. basically the equivalent of uh on dagobah when Luke sees uh, his head in the Darth Vader mask, yeah, uh, decapitated, that's right. it's that business. That's right. So now everyone's like, "Well, this sea is really rough. We better not. We'll have to come back in a couple of days after it's died down, yeah. and we'll get this thing." No, actually, they say I think the morning. Like, oh, they say the morning. Yeah, in the morning, it's like no. Brace like, no, no, no. I have no time. Yeah, we got to get Dexagol. I got to find out what's going on here. So she. How does she get over there though? She gets on a little boat. She takes a boat. Oh, that's right. She takes a boat over there. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she she rows a boat over. She sails the boat over. However, she got over there. Rows the boat ashore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Michael row the boat, and then she she uh, rows over to this Death Star thingy. She almost immediately finds the the the. Yeah, I think that's where she has her vision. That's where she has her vision. That's right. You're right. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I'm thinking. I'm getting And yeah, and then which uh, is not a bad place for the vision because it's a Death Star. So it it, it psychically or force, you know, it's like. Force sensitive, sure. Well, it's not that it's force sensitive, but it's like it got the remnants of the of the 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 dark side still kind of in it. You know, like yeah. the residue, the psychic residue of the the dark side. And it's there. a mess, but you think it'd be a worse mess from what it's been through. But yeah, good for it, good for it. But it, no, it's looking pretty good. It was obviously well built, and let's give props to the Empire for that. I mean, people make fun of the Empire for a lot of stuff, but people forget how good they were at, at like their craftsmanship was fantastic. And wait a second, was this the Okay, this is the second Death Star, right? This is the second Death Star, yeah. All right, I don't yeah. know where the first one fell, but uh, it's a lot of space junk. The first one didn't fall anywhere. It just blew up in the fantastic, interesting, it had that interesting loop of flame that kind of went around it. Okay. And then all those sparks that kind of are in slow motion came away from it. Just, there's going to be a lot of space junk in the next little while. And, I, and we know space <laughs> has gravity, so that's going to be pretty bad. Pretty bad for everybody. So Kylo shows up. 
after, mysteriously. Yeah, uh, he destroys the uh, the wayfinder and it du- duels her. Uh, so uh, uh, well, she duels him. I think okay. he's if you could, you could call him dueling, but I would say he is like indifferent at best. To, well, he to, walks through the mist and uh, makes his little lightsaber go and go. We got a cool yeah, sure, scene sure. there. And yeah, so, yeah. what are you gonna do? You gotta well, we love the crackling lace, 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 lace Now, saber. here's the thing about lightsaber. I think um, it's a lightsaber. Yeah, these lightsaber fights. Yep. You know, you know very little is can happen until there's going to be a moment, right? Like, so it's just what am I, what am I watching here? Like, what, what do I, what do I care? Like, uh, I know you don't believe me, but lightsaber battles are super popular mm-hmm. with the general audience. Sure. And so there was between unha- characters that there could be some stakes. There was un- nope. There was unhappiness that there was not more lightsabers in the last few films, so they. They've been. They wanted to have more lightsaber stuff in this movie. Well, and, and I, I know you're going to say. I know you're going to poo-poo me on this, but literally, I yeah. asked him at work. Yeah. Before this, uh, between New Year's and between Christmas and New Year's, I asked him at work. I said, oh, "Have you seen the new Star Wars?" And he said, "No, I'm going to see it in a bit. All I care about is how many lightsaber battles there are in it." And I was just like, because <laughs> we had been talking about it, and I just went, "Score." Yep, that's very good. So as I know, please, that, a- please ask them how they feel about the Mandalorian. Uh, well, once again, you know what? Because there's no lightsaber battles in that. I, I know. And people love it. Well, people that you know love it. No, people love The Mandalorian. It's doing know, very... No, no, no. I don't know an elite, it's not an elite doing, squadron of people who are just keeping this Mandalorian business alive. It's not doing Star Wars business, but it's doing well. You're right. I don't think there's any way it couldn't do Star Wars business as it's Star Wars in its business. It's not doing like... It's not getting the, the Star Wars level audience, though, right? How do you know? Are well, there, they, is, they, is, release, is, they release the figures. Disney does? Yeah. They're not like Netflix? They don't no, uh, keep it keep been, it mum? They've been letting us know. All right. They're pretty proud of them. They're proud of the figures. They're good figures. They're just not yeah. Star Wars movies figures. Fair enough. Which is, you know, that's a different thing entirely, right? So they're fighting and they're freaking lightsabers. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, back... But no, but it's worse than that, right? Okay, go ahead. Because then Leia, Leia. Leia steps in. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention all this before. Leia, Leia and Rey have a conversation off the top where, where, where oh. Leia is, is um, training Rey... And it, to me, it looked like when Weird Al Yankovic is interviewing a rock star and then tries to, you know, uh, you know, fake that his questions were the questions that were being asked of the rock star. Like you, you had the rock star saying stuff like, you know, uh, I love it. And it's just like, do you like putting, putting up your nose? I love it. You know, it's that. Yeah. But what they had to do was take, uh, footage they already had of Carrie Fisher saying things. And then have Ray say things that would make sense with the things she's saying. Okay. And it clearly is uh, not at all them having a conversation. It's a lot of yeah. back of the head. Yeah. This this looks green screened, yeah. even though it shouldn't look green screened. Here, I'm handing you something. It's just our hands. It's clearly not our hands. Yeah. And it was just like, well, I, I understand that she's gone. And it's very sad. But this does not feel like a good tribute to be doing <laughs> this bullshit. Yeah. It just felt... Just knock it off. If you can't pull it off, don't pull it off. And you, and honestly, you, that didn't get pulled off to me. It was just sad. Yeah, yeah. And then and then so every time I see I see her, it's just I know they're just using footage from a completely unrelated thing. Yeah. And you're just jamming it in here. So uh, okay, what's what's going on? So she um, she does something to make to interrupt Kylo in mid mid fight. Yeah. She says uh, says says his name. And, and then, yeah. and then Ray immediately takes advantage of this to st- stab him in the gut with her lightsaber to basically kill him. Oh, Ray! Yeah. Now earlier on, we've seen Ray. Uh, and clearly, he was like holding back during the fight. 
He was not. Yeah. He is like of two minds as he's fighting her. He's fighting her because he feels like he should, but at the same time, he's doesn't really want to. And so he's kind of uh, semi, you know, he's sort of, sort of interested, like sort of, he's, what's the word? Um, sort of, that doesn't matter what the word is. I get the feeling that, doesn't matter. that he feels the two of them together are the only thing that could defeat the emperor. He doesn't want to be a servant to the emperor. No. And so he doesn't, he doesn't want to kill Ray. He wants Ray to join him. Yeah. And if they join together, they'll be whatever that, what is it? Raylo. Raylo. What do they call it? A dryad? What do they call it? The, uh, the what do you oh, call it? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, dryad, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, they'll be able to, like, beat, beat the emperor. So that's, like, a little thing. And I don't know if he's getting the same vision she is of the two of them on a throne together and, you know, ruling over everything, but maybe they share a lot of dreams and what have you. But you're right. She stabs him through the gut. Now, <laughs> earlier, we saw with this giant serpent that lives under the, uh, under, uh, Tatooine. By the way, Tatooine already. Is the greatest hive of scum and villainy. Uh, well, one city is. Okay. Mo- Moss Eisley is. Moss Eisley. Yeah. Uh, had Jabba the Hutt's horrible palace with monsters. Sure. Uh, had the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Now you're telling me it's got giant snakes okay. that'll like trap you underneath with like their quicksand? Move. I don't care where you move to. That's the worst planet there could possibly be. But the snake is injured and she heals the snake. So we, and then the snake. Snake has revealed hole in wall. You know, it just felt like an old video game where like, okay, I'm playing Zork. I find I got the snake. I've been trying to kill the snake. How do you, anyone know how to kill the snake? Heal the snake. Heal the snake. All right, heal the snake. So she heals the snake. And so they, they get out. So we, Do you want to heal the snake? Yes or no? Ah, no. I want to kill the snake. It's a snake. It's obviously eating a guy. So she uses her healing powers on Kylo and, uh, and, and heals him up. And uh, and now he seems to be a bit of a changed man. Blah. Yeah. Too fast. Yeah. And uh, so she, unearned unearned redemption going and, on. And uh, now Leia Leia's dead. They cover uh, cover in a sheet. And uh, apparently they had a deathbed ready in the middle of the public area. <laughs> I don't know why they have that. Yeah. And again, I don't know what kind of jungle. It's a princess thing. I don't know what kind of jungle this is, but it's the very respectful jungle yeah. where nothing will try to eat her. There are no animals in this jungle. Because yeah. you put a corpse in a jungle and cover it in a sheet, that sheet ain't... You better hang her from a tree, because that's the only thing that'll... Do you yeah. remember... Well, the think about the end of, of Snow White uh, Snow and the Seven Dwarfs, when she, after she is killed by the, by the Wicked Queen. Mm-hmm. What do the dwarfs put her in? They put her in this glass case yeah. that's like on a raised plinth. Yeah. And with all this ornate stuff, they didn't make it. It's just in the woods in case of prince. It's like, it says. Well, this is the first time they've they killed somebody. Yeah. In case of princess, break glass is what it says. So you put, put her into this thing and then, you know what? And she is friends with all the, uh, she is friends with all the animals. So they're not going to eat her. Like no, the birds exactly. aren't going to eat her eyes. No, no. Cause they, she sung with them. They know she her. With, they yeah. bonded with her. Yeah. Okay. Now on a more serious note, I, I was serious. Very good. Um, Carrie Fisher lying on a uh, in a deathbed and covered in a sheet, like because the real person died. Yeah, it gives it. It just feels weird seeing a fictionalized version of it, and you know they come up and someone says you know uh, you know goodbye princess or something along those lines, and people take their turns kind of like saying goodbye or being around or being sad around her. It just felt as exploitative as using her old clips yeah. was this really felt like it was tapping into something that was just yeah. like no well wait till, wait till you see her in the taco time commercial i think she would have been okay with that <laughs> 
but it was just <laughs> so yeah. maudlin and precious and and again, I'm not a fan of like, you know, Han Solo's dead in the first one, Luke's dead in the second one. Who are we going to kill in the third one? Chewbacca. Oh, I did not expect that. That, no, that's great. You yeah, know, makes sense. And also, it makes me sad in that, and it's weird saying it makes me sad, but like Luke, for as much as he didn't like being a kid on a desert planet, yeah. he had a life and then he chose to be a, a Jedi and went on. Mm-hmm. Leia. And and Han had his own free will and did his own life, and yep. then and then decided to be a rebel. Sure, Leia was was always working for for someone for forever. She was a princess, and she was always working to help others. And she was all and until she was recruited into war, and she never had a chance to just have a life and just be someone. She even when she was a she was a mom, she was still fighting in the resistance, and then she lost her son, and then she lost the love of her life. And it's like, it's all this tragic story. And you just want to like give her a little bit of a happy thing of like, at the, you want her to be there at the end where she can enjoy it or just say at least she's somewhere enjoying it. And it just felt like that would have been the cooler thing to do would have been to let her, you know, her, let her character be the one that kind of got away. That yeah. would seem like a beautiful thing to do. But no, we're, we see the deathbed and we have a lot of people around the deathbed. And sure. it just felt, it felt disrespectful and cheap to me. I don't know what disrespectful. I think they're trying to. I know they're trying to be respectful, yeah. and I think it flipped all the way around too. <laughs> where, especially knowing Carrie Fisher's character yeah. and what a kind of sarcastic yeah. person you know she was to say like you know oh by the way your uh, your corpse is going to be like in uh, the last third of the movie and everyone's yeah. going to be hanging around it. Oh, anyone going to do a joke? Nope. Okay, it's just all going to be <laughs> all right. Fine. Yeah, what would have been better is if they had Carrie Russell play her because mm. it's. You know, they're the same, basically. They're both carries. Sure. Works. All carries are the same. Yeah. Works out. Carry nation. Yeah, they're all, carry they're all the same. Carry it's nations, all, yeah. It's all, uh, it's all fine. Yeah, I have the three girls from the band, the Carry Nations, from Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, play her. Yeah. So uh, Ray heals Kylo, then uh, takes his ship and goes back to that uh, world that, uh, that, that Luke was on, that Luke uh, yes, goes back uh, to the, faded away to the, on. Returns to the island. Yeah. Uh, Ark, Ark, the island of lost Jedi. Yeah, where my gosh, those uh, those monsters need to be milked. No one has been milking them for a long time, oh, and they are getting cranky. Yeah. So first of all, in an off-camera scene, she milks them all, and then <laughs> they don't need to be milked. Okay. Don't they have their own children that they will feed from their teats? I don't really want to know the backstory on this, no matter what. It well, is. let's talk about teats for a while. I'll okay. tell you how they work. I'll tell you one thing about yeah. this planet. Sure. Uh, what's the one thing you remember of being all over that planet last time? Porgs. Where are they? Not there, because you know why? Why? People didn't like the Porgs. <laughs> Fans didn't like the Porgs, Ian. Don't you understand what this movie is? This is a big fuck you to The Last Jedi. And a, a hooray for all the fans who hated it. That's why all the fans who hated The Last Jedi really like this movie, because every way it negates what happened in The Last Jedi. So she's burning Kyle. Are, are you starting to believe me now? It's my argument winning. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, she's burning Kylo's ship All right. and decides to throw her uh, lightsaber into uh, into the flames. Oh, really? Now, they wouldn't introduce a character. Oh, by the way, sorry. Wait a second. Oh, my Lord. What have we missed? What have we missed? We've missed I don't know. We missed Kylo oh. and his scene with his dad. Oh, with, with, yeah. oh I'm, so, so, I'm so sorry. So uh, Speaking so of disrespectful. Back, back on the planet, uh, uh, Kylo is visited... Yeah. By three ghosts and learns the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> uh, Kylo yeah. uh, hears 
his father's voice. First of all, you think it's going to be probably Leia because it seems like Leia is the Force person okay. who's doing all this stuff. So it's like, but nope. I don't think it's. I don't think Han's really there. But okay, well, no, that's yeah, that's the gimme they give you. So uh, it's like, hey, kid, and he turns around and it's his dad, and his yeah. dad's basically saying that he does forgive him and he still mm-hmm. sees good in him. And he, again, Kylo feels he's irredeemable. And, uh, but it's like, no, you're not. And he does the same kind of move he did in the, uh, in the first of the new trilogy where he puts his, his hand on his face. Yeah. And you think like Kyle's taken out the lightsaber again, like he did, but he throws it away. And when he turns back around, his dad's gone. And that actually did choke me up because I did not expect to see Han Solo. And I thought, oh, so we did Han Solo and not Luke. Oh, cause you expect to see Luke's force ghost. That's the obvious thing. Yeah. But I did not expect to see Han Solo's ghost mm-hmm. by any means. And then, they, of course, they say, you're just a memory. Yeah, but I'm your memory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's way better. That's even better. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. This is good. <laughs> this is so good that you didn't just do a force ghost. Yeah. Because that would be so cheesy. So to cheesy. Do a force ghost. Especially if that force ghost showed up and did like the exact opposite of what their character did a movie before. That would be right. so terrible. Yeah. And Never do that. Yeah. Kyle Never feels do he doesn't have free will, but he's told, yes, you do. You can yeah. be redeemed. It's really sweet. Yeah. By the way, here's another. This should have happened, by the way. This should have happened before the fight with. with um, Ray. Ray, okay. Because that should have been in his mind then. Then we understand why he is so uh, wishy-washy in the fight. That he's still, you know, he's, he's torn between his desire to, his feeling that he's d- doomed, that he's part of this cursed family, and then, but also the fact that maybe he has free will. Maybe he can escape from yeah. this, this trap. And he has he has been he has been healed. He's, he's changed. I mean, this is why I think it was going to be Leia was... Because she just she just passed away, so it makes sense that her ghost visits him. That would that would make complete sense. But I'm glad they didn't do that. They didn't have any footage of. Uh, that's the thing. I'm glad they didn't just try to jam in words uh, into into her mouth there. Um, one thing, sorry, going a little bit back. Don't backwards. worry that I am dead. Blues Brothers. Are- Wait a minute. This is from a totally different <laughs> movie. This is fine. That you. Why Why it also made sense to me that mm-hmm. she was nobody was his whole arc was, I, I'm yeah. somebody, yeah. I deserve this because exactly. I'm of this lineage. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm big. Yeah. And, uh, and then when he finds out she's nobody, it reminds me of the scene from Captain America where Red Skull asks uh, Steve Rogers, you know, you know, who he is. And it's just like, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. And I'm still, and I'm still beating you. Yeah. But yeah, because I'm just, I'm just anybody. This could have been anybody. And, and so... Yeah, I felt like, oh, that's a wonderful balance they have. But, like, no, she's of the Palpatine lineage, and he's of yeah, the... It's yeah. like, ugh. Boo. Then you're the same. Boo, That's, that's not a contrast. Boo, stupid decisions. Okay, back to Luke's Force Ghost. So... Oh, wait, there's a... Luke has a Force Ghost in this movie? Does he ever? And he so, just does the Joker's voice through the whole thing, which is weird. <laughs> but he went, he wants to do Hello, it. Hello, Ray. People, people love the Joker, apparently, this year, yeah, so well, we're doing that. It's a big thing. Uh, so I she, like when Joaquin Phoenix did it in the movie as well. That's good. Hello, TV host, <laughs> whose name I don't remember. It's been a while since I saw this movie. Yeah, you should listen to the Fansplainers episode yeah. where we talk about it. <laughs> so she throws her lightsaber. He catches it. And you can take this two ways. You could take this as... You could take it to the bank. You could take it cash as... cash it like the check that J.J. Abrams cashed. You could take it as a kick in the balls yeah. to Luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder last time. That's as in I like. You can you can take it as that saying yeah. like you know uh, you should treat it with more respect, or you can take it as this was Luke's journey and he's like joking about it 
just like you should treat this with more respect like knowing that he did this last time <laughs> yeah yeah and so he's now got like the last time we saw him he was how can he, he catch it i thought he's a forest ghost boop, 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 you know good question who? can could did was yoda did yoda have did well yoda, yoda could uh make lightning come down and blow up a tree so we know that much as a forest uh, ghost maybe Maybe yeah, maybe if with enough effort you can have a physical manifestation in, in this reality. And it's very uh, look, you can just We don't know. It, you know it's, it's fine. Here's it's the thing. Fine. I it's don't wanna, magic. Yeah. You I make wanna, it up. What can a wizard do? The wizard can do whatever fucking needs to be done at the moment. That's what a wizard can do. I don't know. Why can't Merlin this? just yeah. defeat everyone? Right. And why did we need King Arthur when you've got Merlin? Cause you do and you have it and you think. Yeah. So so you can either take that, but but it, you could then take it as Luke's gone over his depression, which he had last time, yeah. crushing depression, yeah. and is now a jokey guy like Yoda. Like he's passed over, and when you pass over into the next life, you find things funny, which I like the idea that, you know, you but get... But did, did he laugh, or did he, like, did he, like, chuckle about her throwing the lightsaber away? Well, he's, it's clearly a joke of, like, you should treat this with more respect. He didn't say that in a stern way, like, you should treat this with more respect. Yeah. You should treat this with more respect. Like, it's a throwaway joke okay, line, yeah. clearly. Yeah. And then, you know, he's he's kind of a little bit jokey with her, but, you know, knows she's having issues and gives her a good talking to. And much like obi-wan uh, kenobi in uh, return of the jedi he needs to sit on a log every so often because ghosts get tired <laughs> get uh, old ghost legs i mean yoda needs a cane still in the afterlife maybe, that's a drag maybe that's why they uh maybe that's where they had him sit was just because all the all the other ghosts had to sit so yeah. well we better have you sit as well also you know looks mark hamill doesn't want to stand for a whole movie he wants to have a sit down yeah yeah there you are so yeah, they have uh they have a conversation and uh you know, he tells her to uh uh face Palpatine and she says she can't and they gives her a good good pep talk and then gives her uh Leia's lightsaber. And that's when we get a flashback scene. Oh. As much you like flashback scenes. I well and then we get to see, you know, uh the last day of Leia's training, and the last day of Leia's training, she uh she had a vision of her son uh being killed with the uh, the lightsaber. Uh, and she was like, no, wasn't that it? She had some sort of vision of her son. She went, I can't be a Jedi because my son's going to get killed by this. And so, uh, no. And so, uh, so I'm not going to be a Jedi and stopped her training. And oh. that was the end of that. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. And then you see the, <laughs> you see Luke show his face and it doesn't look too bad. And then you're like, oh, maybe they fixed the technology between Rogue One and now. And now this CGI Leia face won't look too, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> No, it doesn't look it doesn't look good. Uncanny Valley. As someone else uh, said, uh, you needed the caption underneath, not actual game footage. <laughs> Is there PlayStation Two versions of themselves are, are there? So it gives her Leia's lightsaber, and uh, they uh, lift up Luke's X-wing, which uh, must smell great. Yeah, I know. I was thinking ocean. that too. Yeah. Like, How long has it been there? Like. Like, you know, I hope they do. I hope they do some detailing before it flies off. Just yeah, to get it cleaned up a bit. And uh, they go. Uh, they go off to. Uh, five, you know. You can also use the force to off. detail your vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go back to the resistance base, and uh, you know how you were worried about C three PO. Oh my gosh, was I ever? Well, R two D two has a backup drive. Beep boop boop boop. And uh, like, okay, here we go. This will yep. be interesting. Uh, he gets his memory back. So anyway, uh, it's all it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you, sorry. Were you thinking that he's going to get all his memories back now? No, I wasn't and, uh, thinking you're going to think like he's going to learn all this interesting stuff and no, it's really I wasn't thinking character that. growth and he'll learn that he was part of these incredible journeys? No. Uh, no? No, I wasn't thinking that at all. Uh, okay, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so, 
There you yeah. go. Oh, by the way, hey, you know why why he had that red arm in the for, in the Force Awakens? Nope. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so anyway, he was wanted to tell you. No one cared. So uh, basically, fuck you, C three PO is the thing. Now we got a cute little lamp uh, that's running around. It's way better. And then R two D two takes him aside and goes, "You think you're cute? I was the cute one once, buddy, and I was in a coma in the." Two movies ago. <laughs> no one gives a shit about R2-D2 now. And BB-8 was the cute one. Look at him now. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Now you're the cute one. Hey, Pixar. Look at me, Pixar. When, so on. Once again, fans complained about BB-8 in the last movie. What? Too much or too little? Too much BB-8? Too much BB-8, yeah. Too, too silly. much BB-8? Too silly. So that's why they brought in that other little thing. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's where everyone learns that Leia's... Leia's gone, and uh, and Poe's Poe's freaking out. He's like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And asks, yeah. and, and and but then uh, Lando shows up because Lando wasn't around, but now Lando is. Yeah, Lando so, Goshen. Yeah, and uh, it's like, don't worry, kid. And like, all right. Yeah. And uh, it's like, what we needed. How did you How did you guys do it? How did you do it back in the day? You a resistance of, of fight a whole army. How'd you do it? Well, we had each other. Oh, that's not. I mean, Help, helpful at all. It's nice, but we have each other as we, well. Yeah, we have that too. But, but no, specifically, we're thinking, we're thinking tactics. Specifically, here. Tactics. what did you do? Well, you know, we held hands and we sang uh, "Ray, roll your boat ashore." <laughs> and uh, well, here's here's what I did, kid. What I did was uh, I betrayed my friend. Oh, uh, got him tortured for quite a long period of time. It was uh-huh. never quite right after that. Yeah. Then I made uh, Darth Vader a nice meal. Like a real <laughs> sweet spread. Then I led my friend into the room, yeah. and he was like, "What?" And uh, he sucked his gun away. Yeah. Okay. Well, then what I did was uh, <laughs> I uh, betrayed Vader. You seem like a jerk. And then I, uh, oh yeah. Then I, uh, then my friend got uh, frozen in carbonite. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. Seems dangerous. Yeah. We thought he was dead. I thought I'd killed my friend. Anyway, this is how I played it out. We had each other. <laughs> I let my friend get frozen in carbonite. Okay, wait, know. wait, wait, wait a second. No, no, this plan well, yeah, you got to hear the okay, last. Wait, okay, sure, thing. sure. So anyway, all right. So then anyway, I joined the I joined the rebels, right? Oh, you did join the rebels. Okay, so, so here, this is where you got your tactics from. Okay, right, here's, here's, what, tactics here's what I did. Everyone. So here when I got on the ship, yeah. I took my friend's clothes, yeah. and I started wearing them as my own. Wait, wh- how did this? How did this help you though? Now here's an interesting thing okay. too. Oh, okay. There's a robot that I used to have sex with. And uh, the Whoa. robot's memories, yeah. she didn't ever want to be a slave. Wait, you had sex with this robot? I uh, sure did. I had a lot of hot sex with this robot. So, uh, or at least it's implied and or inferred. She liked it implied and inferred, if you know what I mean. So anyway, here's what happened. <laughs> uh, she never wanted to be a slave. She was worried yeah. about being a slave. She wanted freedom. So anyway, yeah. so what happened was sure. she got shot, and we downloaded her memory into the Millennium Falcon, so she's a oh, slave forever. That sounds like tor- torture. Yeah, and I never talked to her. I'm in the Millennium Falcon. It's but mine now. But you don't say anything to her. Not a fucking word. Well, I think she's. I think she's. Anyway, been... my friend, best friend's yeah. dead. I betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, wow. Everything worked out for good old Lando. So that's what I say you do: betray your friend, get them killed. All right, everyone. Someone write this down. Well, let's let's figure. This anyway, out. we had yeah each other. <laughs> now I'll see you again at the uh, later on in the movie when you need someone to pull a little Han Solo, and then maybe I might mac on a little lady and. Uh, a little later on, all right? All right. I'll catch you we'll guys see later. You. We'll see you later. See you on the flip side. <laughs> catch you on the flip side. All right. All right. Well, everyone, that was pretty exciting. It was nice to have Lando pop in for some timely I'm getting advice. paid for this, right? No. Ooh, Lando needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he gets that advice. Then uh, uh, Ray, uh, Ray goes to Exegol. 
And this is uh, where we were at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. She confronts Palpatine, uh. and Palpatine does the very smart move of letting her know his entire plan, which is... Wait, doesn't... But here's... Let me oh, just say, I just want to interrupt you, because... No, please. Because, no, Ray, not Ray, sorry, other Ray, anti-Ray, Kylo, smashed the the map that they were going to use, the, the navigational instrument that they were going to use to, fu- to get to Exegol. That's right. So, does she use the Force to fly there? There was another one. Oh, that was it. There was another one. Because, like, on the, on the, whatever, Luke planet, like, he gives her more information, I think, of, like, how to get there. Oh. I believe so, yeah. I think there was another one. Something like that. Some... That is called Deus Ex Machina. Oh. Or Force Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, if, if you, you don't prefer. like that, this is not the movie for you. Yeah. And if we're wrong on this, let us know, please. Please anyway, don't. The important thing is she goes, confronts Palpatine. Oh. He says uh, she should kill him with her hate. And then if that yeah. happens... Oh, but I love the fact that he gives away why she should do it. Yes! Like, why would you tell someone, then you'll become part of... You'll be, I'll, I'll become you, and I'll get your powers, and, and, other, and all the Sith powers will reside in... Yeah, it's unclear whether or not uh. she'll still be herself, but with, like him no. inside her but yeah. she'll still control things no. and still be sent so yeah like doesn't sound great was she, was he in snoke as well or like how was he controlling snoke was he able to control all the because he says like all of everything has been going on you know with him controlling it how's he been controlling it from down here in pittsville yeah like has he just been cloning other people and sending them up there like he's got ghost sith around him that show up and like have the worst afterlife in the world where they get to watch him just hanging on a hook you know just laughing like that's awful that's not a good seth afterlife it's like that weird room of people that are like sitting and like they're like steering something in in the lost highway in the david lynch film it's kind of cuts this weird room of a bunch of characters and then it cuts away from them again like okay i know david lynch know was offered was a, a star wars movie at one point this would have been a good uh, place to let him uh, take over he said no no thanks uh, that's our David Lynch impression. Hello, no thank you. I'm David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I'm David nope, Lynch. none of that for I'm me, the thanks. I'm David British Lynch. Anyway, bye. So, uh, yeah, it's a weird... It's oh, a weird hi, thing. I'm David McLynch. Right. So, uh, oh, by the way, earlier they're saying, like, uh, La- Lando's saying, I'm going to go try and get friends to help us in the final battle. Oh, yeah. Because they've got so many ships. Oh, we haven't mentioned this. That there are, like, inf- uh, infinite Star Destroyers now. If you like the... We talked about it, we talked about it. Yeah, but, you know, we haven't really set up that, like... There's a lot of them. Yeah. You know how the Death Star was in three times? Now we've got at least a hundred or more Death Stars. They've yeah. all got Death Star capacity. Yeah. They so, all which makes it a hundred times better. That's just better. Oh, yeah. More is better. More is better. This is a fact. This better. is a fact of writing. This and uh, Poe is like, we, we can't fight that. And it's like, well, we had each other. We don't fucking need that, <laughs> Lando. Uh, but I'm going to go try to get friends. You're not helping. Okay. Meanwhile, we're really seeing that... During all this, these scenes, we're really seeing how much Poe has, has developed as a leader. Yep. It's great. He's really good. Seems to have it right on the ball. He's learned uh, lessons from the past. He's learned to follow Ray to the planet Exegol. Yeah, he's, he's grown. Grown as a person. <laughs> grown. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, he, so should Palpatine. we just skip to the space battle? Okay, go for it. Well, I'm just saying, like, no, where are we in the storyline? We're in where uh, Palpatine's uh, uh, goading, goading Ray. So while he's doing this, aren't the others like there, and they're starting to like having to like start maneuvering? Yeah, they're starting. They're starting. Uh, yeah, trying to trying to fight the uh, the ship. They're trying to like get their undersides and yeah, blow them up from yeah, the undersides. Yeah, and uh, and Poe starts uh, freaking out 
like at one point, like Poe. Oh, it's po, terrible. They're, you know, terrible. what do we do? What do we do? I thought we had a chance. Yeah. I'm like, like I'm he, sorry, guys. Yeah, he really loses it. And it's, it's so just like, bad. Just, like, okay. Which is okay. You could do that. But then snap out of it. Like, well, snap sure, out of it. Yeah, that's right. Like, <sighs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, the idea is that his character is supposed to be growing into, lead, into a position of leadership. Like, this is the, the test moment. He just gets worse and worse. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't improve. The only reason that, the only thing that happens is that, like, once again, instead of Deus Ex Machina, it's rocket ship Ex Machina. Right. All these spaceships suddenly appear out of nowhere, and they're there to save the day. Right, well, we'll we will get into that. Yeah, meanwhile, um, Finn is uh, planning another suicide maneuver that's going to, like, buy some time and save some time. And, uh, and has a little conversation with Rose, you know, uh, about, about that. And we don't kind of reflect back on, you know, she stopped you from she committing She stopped you before, yes, right. Behind. And, and which would have been a nice moment there to go like, I'm doing this to protect the ones we love. He learned something from her last time where she was like, we got to fight for the ones we love. I'm doing this for the ones we love. Something yeah. along those lines to show, oh, you had an impact, Rose. You are, you have value. No, just, I'm going to win another suicide mission to which she's like, no, I, uh, well, what can I do? I don't have lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ro- Rose's time is done. <laughs> hey, did all that studying I do about those things help? All the studying? Oh, yeah, we'll get that information from you in a bit. <laughs> but I got all this no, information. No, 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 it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get you to get it from you in a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what a star destroyer bore. So, yeah. Finn's, Finn's journey right now is uh, that he's going on another suicide mission. So, he's learned nothing. Uh, Poe is freaking out. He's learned nothing as a as a leader. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, Rose, bye. We don't need you. You're yeah. done. C three PO, your arc, you're gone. Uh, I wonder if that little robot that we had, you know, because it's always the littlest robot will do something. We don't see him at all. He's done. He's gone. Forget him. BB eight, maybe. Nope, not a thing. Okay, back to Ray. She's being yelled at by the mean old man on the bus. And saying, please, please transfer, uh, I'll transfer my spirit into you, creepy, creepy. But Ben's showing up. Ben is there. Ben is showing up. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and. Out of like, nowhere. But he's got no lightsaber. Oh, what's gonna, what's gonna happen? Well, that's and right. he's, uh, fighting guards, but he's not doing that well. This is well. where he comes upon the Knights of Ren. Okay, he's coming upon the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And then, uh, who we fights, saw with him earlier in the And movie. then later he fights the Knights of Stimpy, who are, uh, just <laughs> adorable and hilarious. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and so this is where, uh, Ray, by the way, here's the thing. They sing the song, happy, happy, jar, jar. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, if you're Ray and the whole thing is, if you strike the, the dark Lord down, uh, he will uh, go into yes. your body. Excellent. It feels like, and I'm, again, I'm not the first person to say this. All she really has to do is take the lightsaber, turn yeah. it on herself, zap into herself, kill herself and then that's the end of the problem right that's like an act of not hate that's not an act of, uh, vi- of violence i, don't know, I know it's bad it's bad yeah. but it's like there yeah. you go yeah. like or just yeah put the lightsaber down and just like do, do yeah, nothing yeah. but yeah like it seems like if she if she's the only way that he can now uh, move on the thing to do is to kill yourself. Like it's awful, but it seems like that's that's the thing to do. Yeah, I think the. I just want to say one thing though. It's just that I do think that Ian McDermott, who who plays the Emperor, yeah, I, I think he does a good job. Like sure I think he, he does a good you know, job. He's, he's had a lot of practice. He likes to he likes to camp this up, and he 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 plays it to the. He's chewing the scenery. He's had like uh, six movies to get this right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, nailed the character. Yeah, 
Okay. I just want to say that. Right. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, I'm complaining about the, the story of the movie. I don't want to nitpick too much detail, which I think is silly. And also, I don't want to put down people who I think did a good job in the film. Sure. Like, it's not their fault. That, Look, I it's think... It's not his fault that he's in this movie. Right. I think, uh, I, I think uh, the... Uh, I think the act. What's it? Daisy uh, Ridley did a nice job in this. I think Adam Driver did a did a nice job of yeah, what they got. It's really good. Uh, yeah. So you got to. They do. Um, the, you know, Kylo's kind of getting his ass kicked a little bit. Uh, Ray does a move where she takes her lightsaber and puts it uh, behind her head, confusing the Emperor. And uh, Kylo, all of a sudden, can like pull it out himself. She's transported the lightsaber over to him. Well, she's without a lightsaber now. Well, wait, no, she's still got the other lightsaber. That's and right. so, boom, boom, she's fine. But what I did like about that was Kylo does kind of a Han Solo, hey, what can I tell you, move before he starts fighting those guys. He's <laughs> actually kind of getting a little bit of a sense of humor. Yeah. He's getting a little bit of joy. And uh, and so and so that's nice. Um, we we have, uh, we have a final, Kylo uh, comes in. It's the two of them against, uh, you know, the Emperor, but the Emperor now is a Dementor and can, like, suck their souls because <laughs> yes. everyone's just making up shit now. Yeah. All powers are, there yeah. we go. We get a lot of different Force powers. Gives a nice, uh, for, uh, you know, gives a Force push to uh, Kylo, sends him down a hole. How do you like it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then gives, again, uh, Ray the ultimatum of, like, the only way you're going to save your friends yeah. is if you uh, join the dark side and, and kill me opens up. A lovely uh, uh, sky area that he's got above him, and she gets to see all the ships and sees uh, everything going on. Oh, we haven't mentioned this. You, you, you did mention that you had the nice scene where uh, Poe was at his you know lowest point, and then you get uh, you know Lando going, "Hey, kid, it's uh, on your left." No, it doesn't say on your left. That's a totally different movie series. <laughs> uh, and uh, infinite ships fill the sky, and these yeah. are all friends yeah. of theirs, which is a very sweet scene. Sure, whatever you say. It's a very sweet scene, mm. and here's why it's all fucking wrong. <laughs> because you're now going to have the magic scene where she's confronting the Emperor. Yeah. And what you do, how you do it is, you have the scene where she confronts the Emperor and kill the Emperor. Mm -hmm. That's great. We're done. But you're leaving behind a hundred Star Destroyers, and you're still screwed. Right? You're still screwed. Yeah. Um, so that's the point where, when you're given up hope, then all your friends show up and you have the joyful finale of, oh, our friend showed up. We made an impact on the universe. Here they come, you know, and they have that nice line about, you know, uh, who, who are these? Uh, who are they? This isn't an army. And it's like, it's just people. It's like, oh, that's great. The people of the universe went no to this. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a great thing. Unfortunately, they reversed it. Yet it's people. Well, that's too bad that people can't fight Satan. <laughs> go, Satan, go. Yeah. And the emperor is like now zapping them with electrical powers because yeah. whatever. You know, he's got magic powers and now she's got to do a thing. So it all comes to, and they're all getting slaughtered. So all these joyful you know, people that showed up and are all Yahoo and it's all nice. No, it's sad now too. And it just fuck. What are you thinking? Flip it, flip it, and it's and it's fine. But no. Uh, so yeah, we have the the final confrontation with Ray and and Palpatine. He goes, "I'm all the Sith," and she starts hearing voices, and the voices are all the obscure Star Trek Star Wars characters <laughs> that you would know if you're a super fan. Yeah. And no one else will get who and these are. And they're saying, may the force be with you? Is that what they're saying? Uh, uh, rise, Ray. Oh, rise, 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 like the title of this, Rise, Ray. Mm. So you're getting characters from this Clone Wars. You're getting Yoda. You recognize Yoda. Uh, but from the other movies, you're getting Anakin and so on and so forth. So 
She she does rise. Uh, he goes, uh, I am all the Sith. She goes, I am Iron Man. Snaps her fingers. Wait again. I'm in the wrong movie. She goes, I am all the Jedi. And uh, he's shooting lightning at her. And she's got double lightsabers. And the lightning goes back and uh, burns him again. She He did not learn from Samuel L. Jackson move. He's learned nothing. And then he fries himself. And that's the end of him. So. Supposedly supposedly so so there she she used all the jedi now to me on that it's kind of it's kind of nice to hear the voices but we'll show them what you couldn't get you know the images like you showed me carrie fisher doing this talk with you so let's see the jedi show them like just have them show up in the background you don't have to be them crystal clear but like you know i'm seeing all the sith show me the jedi you know that would be that would be great you know, I just saw an Avengers Endgame movie where you showed me infinite characters, you know, doing infinite things. I just need to see a bunch of Jedi standing behind you. That'd be great. But I, no, it's just voices. This part of the movie made me really tired just because it's just CGI. I can see you almost around. falling asleep right now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 that's, okay. That's heat related. I had to take my jacket. Off. That's all right. That's it's okay. You know, uh, but it could definitely be better. And then for the end of, if you're saying this is the end of a movie series, yeah, show me everybody now. Show mm. me what this has all led to. Show me every Jedi. Put them all in this room. You've got an enormous room. You just showed me every Sith. Show me every Jedi. No, they don't show up. Well, this would be a great place to show the ghost of, uh, of, of Princess Leia. You could have Luke show up. This would be Samuel L. Jackson. This would be great. Nope. But anyway, boom. Done, done. Nope. No uh, that. That's right. So, uh, but Ben survives, and uh, and it looks like Ray's about to die. But Ben cuts comes out of the hole. He now transfers his life force into her, uh, and uh, and they kiss before he dies. How'd you feel about the kiss? Didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? Because the relationship wasn't romantic. I would agree with you. So if they if I wouldn't I wouldn't care if he kissed her like on the forehead. Yeah, that would be okay. Like a like a like a kind of a farewell kiss or whatever. Like a you know what I mean. Like a uh, a fraternal kiss or whatever, like a brotherly kiss. Yeah, it almost felt like too. You know, he's channeling. She was channeling all, all the Sith and every. Uh, no, sorry, the Jedi, and like you could actually have a thing where like almost like his his mom is there kissing him on the forehead yeah. too. There could be a little something, but yeah, like the romantic kiss. I don't know. I don't think they they got they got there. No, with that. they didn't get there. That it was un, un, unearned, and it felt like they were saying that is the only relationship a, a man and a woman can have. You know, that's what it felt like. They had something that was interesting there. Yeah. And, and. For sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like, no, it's, it's this. It's yeah. Disney. Kiss, kiss him. Yeah. See, there you go. You're a princess. Someone, someone's got to kiss Ray. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Finn? Hmm. Okay, that's going to be him. All right. There we go. Yeah. So they kiss and he dies and, uh, and then he vanishes because, you know, uh, f- that's how it works with the force. You uh, just, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. And go, and then uh, Princess Leia, her uh, corpse vanishes as well, and poof, yeah. she's gone. And you're like, oh, is that what they were waiting for? Is anyone surprised by this? Yeah. This does anyone know how this works? Has this happened before? Yeah. Anyway, and uh, you know, the resistance destroys the rest of the armada, and they're they're all dead. So there you go. And it's so it looks like all the Sith are now dead, and it seems like the whole idea before it was we got to bring balance to the force but now it's all just light side of the force so that's where we're at but who knows whatever 
So everyone hugs and everyone cheers and everyone hugs and everyone cheers and two ladies kiss really briefly and people yep. go, huh? Hey, what? Which would work if we hadn't had a scene with like someone looking like they were about to kiss a slug like a second before. So whatever. <laughs> Fine. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's okay, I guess. But you know that it's just going to get cut out for for international. Yeah, but fuck them. That's what I. That's what I say. Fuck them. Fuck who? Do it. Fuck them. Fuck international distribution. Fuck the homophobic fucking countries that won't fucking deal with this. Yeah. Fuck them. Honestly. Oh yeah. Fuck them because at some point someone is going to have to say, you know what? Fuck it. And then those people <laughs> are going to make a bunch of money, and then everyone's going to go. I guess we can tell them to fuck it. Yeah, they should fuck it. Fuck it. And well, then, you know, there you go. They just want they want to get shown in China. That's the I know. Thing. Well, fuck yeah. it. I know. I agree with you. If you got to if you got to compromise that much, you. then to hell with it. Um <laughs> well, so everyone's yeah. everyone's kissing and everyone's hugging and everyone's having a good time. There you go. Uh Poe uh makes a little gesture to, you know, his, his lady friend. Uh, uh you want to no, gets gets shut down. <laughs> Very good. One more one more kick kick to Poe. I know it's so weird. Another uh, another notch. Like why? Yeah. Cuz JJ, it's your character. Yeah, pose your guy. You created that character in the in the first movie. But he still he hugs he hugs you know Ray and and Finn. They they're all friends. Yeah. That's good. And then the uh, the the woman who was the uh, the stormtrooper rebelled uh, is sitting with with Lando and uh, mentions that she doesn't know where she comes from. And he goes, "Well, let's find out about that." And I'm like, oh, that's creepy, Lando. Why would you? First of all, why does that matter? I think the whole thing we've had. Up until this point, is that really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least that would be a nice lesson to learn. But if you then look into it and look on Wikipedia or whatever you're going, he's her dad. <laughs> he is? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, he's her, he's her dad. So they'll find that out later. Enjoy. It's so you don't think he's a creep uh, hooking up with a girl and going uh, around the universe. Like you had to go one of two ways. No, you're right. He's your dad, or he's a creep. What are we? What are we doing? Uh, uh, is that the only relationship people can have? Uh, when you're Lando Calrissian, yes. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. He never changed. He never yeah. grew up. He never All right. Learned. So let's get ourselves down to the final scene. We're on Tatooine. Oh. We're on Tatooine, and uh, Ray is. Oh, that the... planet that Luke loved so much and meant so much to Princess Leia. The the month she spent there is a slave of a of a giant's uh, hut. Oh, by the way, when I'm saying the snake is there, were they on Tatooine? They weren't. They were. On they the, were. No, that was a different planet. Okay, yeah, yeah. sorry. Tatooine doesn't have a giant snake. It's fine. They just have sarlocks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so she visits uh, Luke's abandoned home on Tatooine. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, there's a lot of stuff that's there for a planet which has the Jawas who will strip anything down in a second. Seems like they left a lot there. That, that that doesn't seem realistic. Anyway, uh, she buries uh, Luke and Leia's lightsabers in sand, uh, you know, and uh, then a woman comes by and says to her, ah, people haven't been around here for a long time. What's your name? And she goes, Ray. And like, what's your last name? <laughs> and then she takes a million years to answer, at yeah. which point the woman walks away uninterested. Well, first of all, the woman's a jerk, first of all, for asking last yeah, like, name. Who, what, it's weird that the second... Who does this? It's, well, little girls and old women. Oh, These are the two it. people that do it. Nosy. Uh, she looks over and sees the ghosts yeah. of uh, Luke and Leia hanging out together. Yeah. Turns back to her. Says Skywalker. Because... No reason. No reason at all. Not earned. Not not nothing. Not meaningful. Not nothing. Not could, she could have taken solo. 
Would have made more sense. Would have made more sense. Could have said... Um, Organa. Organa. Princess Leia. Yeah, that is the last name. Or right. much better. Yep. Just Ray. Just That would have been Rey. the best. She's her own damn person. Yeah. She just buried the Skywalkers. Yeah. She buried them. Yeah. She's got her own lightsaber. Who sure. are you? I'm Ray. The end. Boom. She's her own person. That was her whole journey. Good. Love it. Couldn't be better. No, I'm Ray Skywalker. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. Apparently fine. she didn't like the Skywalkers and she returned returned their lightsabers to a planet that had that Luke hated. Luke and, hated and Leia had never been to. No, she'd been there because she was Jabba the Hutt's prisoner. She, she oh, was right, there, right. She was a slave. She was there, there as a sex slave. Uh, and so, of course, you'd want to have your lightsaber returned to a planet where you spent time as a, a metal bikini clad sex slave of a giant oh, slug. Oh, that's right. And does Leia get to spend any time with uh, Han Solo, love of her life in the... No, Han no. doesn't get a ghost. No. Even though he did all the good things and believed in the Force by the end and thought it was all true and it was all fine. It's good. Here was the here was the other scene that like one scene that did work was when uh, when when Chewie found out that uh, that Leia died. That yeah. was like that you really felt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you went like that guy's been through a lot. <laughs> yes. He has lost everyone. Yeah. And then he got the uh, medal. He got the medal he uh, never got like a long time ago, so silly. which was like. Beyond fan service. <laughs> and I forget, what's her name? Maz? Is that who gave it to her? The, the yeah, lady with the things? Yeah. And of course, Maz, who we in the uh, Force Awakens, when when she has Luke's lightsaber, yes. uh, says to uh, Ray, you know, Ray goes, where'd you get this? And she goes, oh, uh, that's a story for another time. When? Uh, half past fucking never. <laughs> turns, to the, turns to the camera. By the way, I'm also an amazing fighter. Remember that? How I'm an amazing fighter? I won't be doing any fighting in yeah, this. Yeah, we, we won't be seeing your fighting. Not at all. I, I know everything. I'm a real, uh, I real know it all, know everyone, the contacts everywhere. I'm a real badass. Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to come in handy in their search for trying to find this uh, knife thing? That's going to ha- come in handy, right? Yeah, you know everything. You're going you're gonna to help us with that, right? Right, Naz? Maz? Whatever your name is? Yep. Madge? And she, she had that. You're soaking in it. She, yeah, she had that scene too where she yeah. had kind of a crush on Chewbacca. And like, I get that she's giving him the medal, but it just feels like. Why don't you guys uh, get together? Like mm. you and Chewbacca, that'd be nice. And if not her and Chewbacca, yeah. she'd be cool uh, going off with uh, Lando. Those two are age appropriate and both kind of weirdos. That'd be that'd be nice as well. Anyway, Chewbacca gets his freaking medal at, at the end. <laughs> and Ray is Ray Skywalker, and then the credits roll, and then uh, it all goes on. So there we go. That's 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 where we are. That's that was that was that was the movie. And if you enjoyed it, that's great. Mm. And uh, if you if you if you had uh, issues with it, that's also fine. And if you listen, there'll be another Star Wars along in a half hour, so don't worry about it. It'll be on TV. It'll be a video game. Yeah. It'll be a book. It'll be a VR. It'll be another movie soon enough. Don't worry about it. This is in no way the end, and it, and that's the silliest thing to me is them saying this is the end. No, it's not. Of course, it's not going to be the end. It's going to go on and on forever and ever. The uh, the yeah. You know, I, I do feel like I sh- I feel kind of like I should watch this film one more time, but I don't really want to very much. I did see The Force Awakens twice, and I did see uh, The Last Jedi twice to- in the theaters, mostly because I went to both of them with you, and then I went to both of them with with my family. But uh, since I didn't go to it with you, and I went to it with my family, I really have no obligations to see it yeah. now again. So maybe I'll catch it on TV or something. I, I just. I really did not enjoy it, and like I say, when when uh, when they checked out and just went with that 
stupid thing with having Palpatine be be Ray's uh, grandfather. grandfather. Yeah, I just I just kind of lost interest in the movie about that. And he showed her all the uh, birthday cards with five dollars in them that he, uh, he stacked was going to send them. Yeah, he he a, I never got around to it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you wish you got these, but I never. No, I sound more like the Joker now. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all fine. It's all fine either way. I felt. <laughs> You know, when, when people are like, well, what's the big deal? It was a fun, it was a fun movie. And it's like, again, uh, bottom line, you liked it. That's great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like there were so many things in here that were, I won't say malicious, but just seemed like snarky and mean. Yeah. And it felt like that to me made Star Wars feel small. And it's like Star Wars should never feel small. It can have big, dumb ideas. And, and yes, the prequels are, like especially the the middle one is is just freaking terrible but it felt sincere it felt like this is what george lucas sincerely thinks is good yeah uh he's really he's just he's just but he's a big dork and this is just what he thinks is cool and he yeah. thinks cgi is cool and he thinks it's cool and it feels sincere it didn't feel like there was anything in there where he was like taking jabs at any anybody and this just this just felt kind of petty uh, in in a, in a lot of parts and just un un Star Wars like to me yeah, um, yeah but again everyone's got a different idea of what Star Wars is oh, yep that's true that's true and in the end as someone said on the internet it is a movie about space wizards for children and I think that movies like this kind of forget that though and they want to make it for adults and it doesn't really translate into adulthood. I don't think these movies are for adults. I think they're for adults who want to be a kid again and go have some fun. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't feel like this movie is a, it doesn't feel like, like a, like a kiddie good time. When you're saying the kid thing, it's, it's like you can actually, you know, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of Clone Wars. The ones I've watched are like, they're fine. Uh, you know, I, th- I think they're better than most cartoons. Okay. But it's the, it, the kind of thing you get there is it's definitely, that's definitely for kids, but they sneak in the adult stuff. And, mm. and, and, and Larry, yeah. and they show, and they, sh- you know, you can sh- show they're all doing it with, with, with care. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, this is, you know, for, I guess, supposed to be a mainstream audience, but I'm not. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know where you see these, what you wanted from Finn, but I doubt this was it. I don't know what you wanted from Poe, but I doubt this was it. I know you didn't want this for Rose, unless you just hated Rose. Yeah, people people did want this for Rose, and they got what they wanted. And what did you want for Murray? Like, did you want it to be this? No. Like, it's kind of what you wanted for, uh, for Kylo Ren. You wanted Kylo Ren to be redeemed, probably. So that's okay. But and and did you want all your other favorite Star Wars characters to die? Is that what you wanted at the beginning of this when you heard that the new movies were coming out? Were you like, I want to see all these guys dead? I don't think so. So I don't know. What's is this? What? Why? What? <laughs> I don't. Eh. Can um. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna. Yeah, I I hope. Let's a new see. hope. I have a new hope. I hope for the future that there's less interest in trilogies and more interest in you know like like. Uh, Marvel doesn't do trilogy. You know, they do like standalone movies that kind of interlock and have, you know, kind of have an overarching story that's in behind and often isn't really brought out at all in a lot of the films. It's just sort of there. Or don't connect. Like Thor 2 and Thor 3 have nothing to do with each other. Exactly. I mean, they technically, one ends with Loki somewhere and they pay that off the next movie. Sure. But in a radically different style of movie. Yeah. 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 And that's fine too. Uh, You know, and I would like, you know, 
I feel like that about a lot of these films. It would be more fun if these films were more in- individual, you know. And and I guess and I guess the hard thing is going to be for Star Wars, for Disney, for the people who who run Star Wars, to have the courage to go out there again because their attempts to go out there have have not worked out for them. You know, like uh, Solo, which I thought was good, but the the last third of it was good. Like I enjoyed the last third of that film quite a okay. bit, and I liked where it was going. And when it was over, I was like, "Oh, I would like to see more of this." I would, but I didn't enjoy the fan service. I didn't. I didn't. I don't care where he got his laser gun from, or or what the Kessel Run looked like, or why he's called why he's called Han Solo, <laughs> and like every possible thing that they could answer in those in that movie, they answer, and it really it doesn't matter. It so doesn't matter. And any sorry, way at that all. just someone else did the joke about like at the end. It's like, "What's your name, Ray?" You know, what's your family name? I don't have a family. So Ray Solo. Mm. <laughs> that's, you know, that's how people people really need you to have a last name. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they talk, too. They just guess a, a last They give you a last name yes. without you wanting it. Uh, but I'm, I really do hope that The Mandalorian at least teaches them that what people would like is, is, is new ideas in the Star Wars world. You know, like, we like that world. We like the idea of... of you know, like Boba Fett, like costumes, but who isn't Boba Fett? But not Boba Fett. Yeah, That's the thing. Exactly. I don't want to see a hidden story about Boba Fett that we never saw. And this could have Mandalorian was, could have been could have that. Been that. But who cares? I mean, that's an easier sales pitch. Is like, oh. hey, you like Boba Fett? Yeah. No. How about this? Why do you like Boba Fett? He, he's he's a bounty. Did hunter. you? And no, Dave. Did you ever wonder how he got his jetpack? Sure did. Well, I'm going to show you right now oh how he got gosh, his jetpack. Thank goodness. Someone gave him a jetpack. It's about time. <laughs> So he went to a store and bought a jetpack. Yeah, jetpack was the money that he earned. Yeah, it's it would you know it. I just I'm just hoping that's what they what what they'll go for. Like I would and I'll tell you I really like Ray. I would love to see more movies sure. with Ray in them. Um, I'm less interested in Poe and Finn, and that's not the fault of them. It's just the fault that their characters are so underdeveloped that mm-hmm. it's hard to know what who they are, or what to do with them. You know, uh, I imagine. You could do any movie with any character who was a flyboy, you know, like it doesn't really matter. But it just, it just feel kind of like stop mining the first movies. Like, let's move on and do have some fun, you know, and they just can't seem to escape. And but I really feel like, you know, the biggest roadblock isn't the audience. It's it's the people who own the product, own, own the IP. They're the ones who who don't who are, have played it safe. You know, they went out there. You know, and then if, it feels like they got scared by the reaction to some some of the things that. that it feels it feels weird because obviously Rogue One did okay. Yeah, it, was it wasn't it wasn't a, once again not a great movie. The last half of it or the last third of it, once again, fantastic. When they're on the planet and trying to get the plans, that's great. Like all that stuff is great, and the ending of that movie is fantastic. Like that is just like commitment. Not not the ending with Darth Vader. Not the ending with Darth Vader. That's terrible. And then a CGI face on Leia. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awful. But no, the stuff on the planet is great, and the fact that they don't kiss. Is great. The mm-hmm. fact that they just hold hands and are there together for the, the end of their lives, it's fantastic. You know, that's that's how you do it. That was really well done. It's unfortunate that there's another <laughs> two thirds of that movie or whatever, but but the first the end of it was really good. And I just I just I don't know. It is it possible that Hollywood doesn't know how to write movies right now? It's not that okay. Let's it, let's think about this. Well no, my yes they do, because like <sighs> Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of good movies that are that are out there right now. But why why are they having so much trouble with with this with this? But they're not they're not because like over okay 
You've got the Marvel movies. Let's not think about Mandalorian. Okay. But you've got the Marvel movies, yeah. right? Yeah. And the the Mandalorian, we got to think about the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian is Star Wars done as a Marvel movie. It's John Favreau, who's the guy who basically defined what the Marvel movies were. Yeah. And then the person who's redefined it recently is Taika Watiti. Yeah. And he's he's a he's a part of it as well. So they've basically stripped it down to the core and go, what do you like about it? Okay. We're going to take... Is Taika Waititi a co-creator? Not a co-creator, but he directed the final episode. He was an actor in the... Uh, a couple of times through it. I'm not going to say yeah, how yeah. how much, yeah. but yes, he did have some creative input through okay, it. Okay, cool. so you know they've taken they've taken those folks who know how to do that kind of thing. Mm. Like the, the the thing that bothers me is they didn't learn the lessons from Marvel, uh, which were you know Marvel played it kind of conservative with you know Iron Man. Then we want Iron Man too, right? Nah, maybe we don't. Okay, but we gave you the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's not that what we want. Yeah. But when they started doing like Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a risk. Yeah. That's when things took off, and it was yeah. like, okay, well, Ant Man. I mean, I know one wants Ant Man. We love Ant Man. Jeez, you love Ant Man enough for like two Ant Man movies? Yes, they did fine. They did fine. I know. I just, I don't like them. But That's okay. fine that That's you don't fine. like them. They still did fine. fine. And that, if we're going with the, does it make money? They've let directors go in their own directions. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't care about that, but okay. No, but you said I don't this, watch, I don't watch money. You, oh, have you met yourself from the beginning of this episode when you were like the whole person talking about, you know, no, I, this said, is, I don't care about the money. No, you were telling me yeah. the reason that all of these Star Wars movies made uh, oh, oh, the made executives, all the, toys. the executives That's right. care about it. which oh, is yeah, what yeah. we're talking about right now okay. is like yeah, yeah. the executives aren't learning yeah, yeah. the lessons that have been told to them over ten years. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. The only place that they're learning them yeah. is 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 on television, and they've had now success with that. Mm. So let's 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 hope. You know, I mean, but to be fair, they didn't necessarily learn the lessons and do the same things. They just hired the same people, which is the the shorthand way of doing it. But yeah, and here's the other thing: is it's television, so no one cares. Now it's becoming more popular. Now executives are starting to look at it. Let's see what happens to it now. Once people start caring about it, and ha- want ha- and everyone wants to have their fingers on it in order to give their creative input into this thing, because now I want to have a piece of this because my ego is wants to be invested in something, and it's not working in the Star Wars movies. Let me invest it over here in the Mandalorian. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I because I really do like the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I think I think the Mandalorian got a lot of people subscribing to Disney Plus, which is what which is what they want. They mm-hmm. want people subscribing to that, forgetting they have a subscription, and then just having that <laughs> monthly payment go on their bill because it's like I don't know how to shut it down. I yeah, don't know how to yeah. turn it off. So while you're saying like maybe people are as many people are watching the Mandalorian week to week, as long as they keep. Oh no no yeah yeah as long as they keep the subscription going it's that's still the only a lot. thing that matters it's still very good it's doing yeah. very well and I think it's doing very well in a way that should make them yeah, yeah pause and 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 take stock and but the weird I don't know it's just strange to me it's just strange to me I I feel like Kathleen Kennedy has been uh, been pushed to the side she got re- rose tea code okay um you know because the people above her panicked and are unhappy with the choices she's made you know. Because she was the one who chose to hire J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson, and she's the one who chose to give them free reign, just let them do what they want, mm-hmm. and not to rein it in, and not to have a lot of a lot of creative oversight. And I personally, I think that The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are both two really good films. They're different from each other, but I really like them both. Right. Um, I think The Force Awakens is a little too similar to, but I understand why they did that. Yeah, it's almost were, a remake. They're just kind of reintroducing the the thing and they're kind of like huh you like you thought this was cool you like it again 
And and people did like it again, you know. Yes, the, neither of them are perfect films, mm-hmm. but they're both good movies. And there's parts of them that are re- really exciting. And I think The Last Jedi, which is a better film, is a really rousing film. And I remember just leaving the theater feeling really elated by it. And I was really looking forward to this film, you know. And I've learned to not do that anymore. I don't. I've learned that, you know, it's just disappointments coming, but... But I still was elated by it. And I was really hoping this film would carry on with that feeling. And it didn't. And that's probably why I'm upset. And yeah, I don't care about minutia. I'm not upset about f- introducing new force powers and stuff like that. I don't care about that. What I care about is I want a coherent story that I can invest myself in. I want to l- like these characters and be invested in what's happening to them. And the fact that at some point in the movie, I just shut down and I was bored through the rest of the film. You know, And that to me is... Not not a success. To me, if you got a trilogy, then you got to have a plan for where your characters are going to go. And it felt like they didn't have a plan for where the characters were going to go. I guess so. I mean, that's too bad because you got to write the ending first. Sorry, mystery box. Or, we got to we got to write the ending yeah, first. Yeah. Although that could be very mechanical, but maybe you just mean like kind of a general sense of of you need. Well, it's a mystery. Look, if you if you're writing a mystery, yeah. you can't write a mystery without knowing who the murderer is. If it's a murder mystery, you can. People do that. A lot. You can, but it's not satisfying to me. Like it's like you want you want to like have clues throughout that then pay oh, off. No, no, no. no. You have to, you go through. back and pepper your story. I mean, you do rewrites, but you can. But in this case, you can't, you can't because you've yeah. like put out the first exactly, chapters yeah. as a multi million dollar movie, mm-hmm. and then it's like you can't. Uh, slip the things in later i mean here's i mean you can you can have you don't have to have like an ending in mind but you can have like you can give the characters goals that will carry them through the stories right like so you have ray with her story Mm -hmm. you have finn with his story you have poe with his story so poe with leadership finn with his his need to um become i guess become a person become a courageous active person not a person who runs away from his life but a person who you know wants to become part of life and then you have ray who needs to he's talking that was finn's journey yeah 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 Yeah, he was he's he's running away from things and now what is he running towards yeah and i think you know they had a perfect chance in this movie to have that scene with 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 us with the the rebel stormtroopers to for him to become their leader for him to become yeah you know to for him to show this courage and and go into battle with these with these characters, you know, and they don't have that. Because they were mindless followers on, you know, for the Empire. And then they had like a magic thing happen to them and they became mindless followers for good. And they yeah. don't know why they're mindless yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, not, it's a, like, not satisfying well, at all. just as bad. Yeah. It's not satisfying. <laughs> Unless you were going to somehow imply that it was Finn's who force power who did that. Yeah, he's he's got some connection with the force yeah. that then connects him with the other stormtroopers because yeah. they're training. That's the only way and you then, can, like yeah. he's he's basically a virus that like set things off. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way you can make that satisfying. But even that's not super. That's satisfying. a tough thing to do. I would prefer Good that. Luck. I would prefer that they have agency and make the, make a choice of, of that's on their own. exactly what it has to be. Yeah, because they're because they are stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. They are they are mindless. You know, killers. Uh, they're mindless killers. killers. Yeah, and now been... you've got to make them mindful, and there you go. And yeah. that's and that's what will turn things around. One mm. people rebelling. Yeah, not. The, uh, un, un, yeah, mindless that, resistance. In yeah, suits. you can't. You, like, People re- restarting the Senate is not going to save the the galaxy. Like right? here's here's what here's what I think they should have done, and is like you know you had that great line, which is who are they? They're people. Then what you should have had was you know, and again I pitched this last time, the stormtroopers taking off their helmets, yeah, and just like you know, oh, they're also people. We didn't think of them as people, but they're people. 
that's something. And I, again, I would love to them to have dealt with slavery at some point, but again, they don't care. And, you know, these sentient beings, even the good guys are bossing around the sentient beings and forcing them to do things they don't want to do. Yeah. While, while ironically calling themselves the good guys. Yeah. You know, in, no, I mean, they could have done that with C3PO, but they could have had it his choice. Yes. To do that. That would have been better. Easy to do. And a great, and a great arc for C3PO, who's been a coward through That's so right. many films. Why not have him be the hero? Finally make a choice that's not a runaway choice, you know, a choice for, to face his fear and, 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 and yeah, sac- sacrifice himself. And, you know, and even if it's not a true sacrifice that he could be brought back by, by, you know, R2D2 having the backup, that's fine. It's still, it's still a risk that he's taking, you know. And yeah, his backup drives are notoriously unreliable. Oh, okay. Well, let's see what happens when the backup drive kicks in. It was very reliable. What? Yeah, that would have been that would have been more fun too. Like have him on the Millennium Falcon being totally unhelpful. Or he's got a completely different accent. Or a different different accent or different attitude. Hi, hey, everybody. How's it going? C three PO cyborg relations. What's going on? Yeah, played by Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Some yeah, just something like something like that would be good. And it's just yeah, like you say, it's just it's too bad. It's just. So many missed opportunities, and and not to say that we could do it better. I'm not going to suggest that because it's obviously these people aren't just dealing with the words on the page; they're dealing with a lot of expectation. Yeah. Not only corporate expectation, but fan expectation. There's so much on pressure a, on them. On a fan level, let me throw this out there too. Please do. Would have been nice to have had some sort of, and I don't know how you do it, but like uh, a tribute to Kenny Baker, who was R2D2. Okay. Um. Maybe they had it at the end of the thing or whatever, but it was weird to me in the first one where it was like, well, Kenny Baker is gone. It's going to be weird seeing R2-D2. Yeah, R2-D2 hasn't moved in a long time. Oh, uh, you know, Kenny Baker's, are they saying this is because Kenny Baker's dead and so R2-D2 can't move? Is this what we're, is this what we're doing here? Is that the, is that the angle? Yeah. No, he just didn't have anything to say up until now. Oh, okay. That's. All right, that's the thing, I guess. R2-D2 was just off yeah, for a movie for no real reason. Okay, yeah. I'm sure they have a plan for R2-D2. No, okay, that's, that's fine. Well, I like to think that R2-D2 is part of Ray's journey. The reason he turns on is because Ray needs to find Luke. Sure. Not because yeah. Luke needs to be found, but that Ray needs to find Luke, you know. But, yeah, it's, it's too bad that... Uh, it's just too bad. You know, they had they had like a... I feel like with the last edit, they had a really good jumping-off point to go in some directions that were interesting and be brave and be visual. I, when you think of the visuals in the Last Jedi, like the planet, the planet Crake with the with the the red and the white, mm-hmm. uh, and Luke, and also the same same section, Luke walking through that wall of fire out and onto the battleground where the where the Adats are standing there, what or AT-ATs, however they say that word. I say Adat. Yeah, I prefer Adats myself. Um, as you know, or so much of the the footage, uh, I just love the the shots of the of the the that kind of the pool, the force pool on on the island that Luke's on. There's just so many great visual parts, and oh, and then the holdo going through the ship. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm I'm here. I'm claiming on this other movie, which we're supposed to be talking about, but I did so many like, and this movie just didn't feel like it had any moments like that. Like no equivalent moment of where. You're like, wow, or how beautiful, or how crazy, or, or I wish they weren't on this casino planet. Uh, <laughs> moments, you know, it's like, th- there's nothing like that. It's just like, there's no- nothing that stood out for me in terms of like great visuals or st- like the, all the stuff with the palette, with uh, the emperor. They're all 
like dark and gloomy and yucky looking and it's all like this like you know color corrected so it's just like blah blah and like no wonder you like the the desert sequences there's such a refreshing change from every other thing we look at yeah. in the movie which is and great they're a desert they're a real desert yeah, yeah. They're, they're not just a green room this, this the gray of the battleships and the the the, the dark blacks of, of the emperor whatever his name is palpatine palpatine, palpatine? yeah <laughs> palpatine emperor palpitations yeah ah uh, it's too bad well everyone i oh yeah this is your show you you say that well everyone no no i'm letting my spirit flow into you <laughs> <laughs> you know uh again like you liked it great uh let us know why why are we uh why, what are we missing what did, what did we what did you go like no don't you see this yeah this was the thing about this and this and oh boy, that. And we're not going to make fun of you, by the way. We really no. are curious why, what you saw in the film that we missed. And uh, and where do you want Star Wars to go? And, or Star should Star Wars go anywhere? Should this be the last of the movies? Should it just go to like other media? What do, what do you think? What should be the next step? I, I personally would like to see uh, Ray uh, like in other other movies, but not yeah. necessarily as the main character. I like her to be kind of a character that comes in and is like she is the the main the main Jedi, and let's see what's going on with mm. with other people and and mm. and see some other some some other stuff. Yeah. I'm just worried they're gonna keep killing off characters I like if we keep going. <laughs> Chewie dodged so many bullets in this one. Yeah. Everyone calls him Chewie now too. It used to be like uh, you know just. One of them called him Chewy. Just him. And now everyone's now everyone seems to have just picked that up, and it's like you yeah. know what? Maybe be, uh, somebody should call familiar him. Here. Yeah, maybe somebody should call him Chewbacca. You know, it's just like give him a little respect. Two hundred and fifty years old. Sorry, I've known him almost my whole life, so it's okay that, for me to call him Chewy. And also, maybe he can be the pilot now. You know, doesn't have to be the co-pilot the whole time. <laughs> maybe he his hands. He just doesn't have the dexterity. Fair enough. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Ian. I've been David. How can they contact us? Oh. Did you say the uh, places no. they can go to? <laughs> no, I didn't. I've been forgetting a lot of things. It's been uh, it's been uh, holidays. Yeah. Here's what you do. Uh, because we uh, we do another podcast called Sneaky Dragon, so this is all our Sneaky Dragon contact information. If you go to SneakyDragon.com, uh, you will find every episode of this show and our other shows. Underneath each one of those is a message board, and you can post your comments there. You can also go to uh, Sneaky Dragon on Facebook, and we have a little page there. You can post a little stuff. If you feel like doing email, we're at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com and on Twitter, Sneaky underscore Dragon. Also, Tumblr, SneakyDragon.tumblr.com. All those ways. Are we on TikTok? We are not yet, but you know, eventually we'll be dancing our uh, discussions. No, we probably won't. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm reminded of the Star Wars dancing video game with a Han Solo song. I gotta get that out of my head. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I'm Ian. I'm David. We're out. Okay, bye. Bye.